Yo, 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 this is Raheem Supreme with Feeling Vad on the Tissue and the Tape podcast, where everything is hip-hop, representing that D.C. Washington. Peace. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. Put the tissue in the tape. Tissue on the tape. They don't know about that. Respect, People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Philmatic, Davis backwards, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors that are rape like cosplay. Put me conventions to display my conviction upon day. MCs are rhythm and bit them peace like Gandhi. Four seat at the table getting milk, salon eight. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Just sick lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. Back with Davis, filled there's no basis. Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest. From beatboxing on slave ships, till we six feet in a box in a grave dip, we raise this culture. Born to debone these vultures, picking the brains of the youth, mumbling that insults us. I post up with the rap radar that gets me vexed when he uplift trash like Charles S. That's complex. Wait, I can read between the lines, it's not hate to suggest they don't need to rhyme. We just take it back, or rather choose to rewind when heat holders in the back of the twines and defenses the bond. Jack's Beastly, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. Recording live from somewhere, it's the world's famous T-I-T-T, it's home team in the motherfucking house. No question. It is I, Davis Backwards, and who states your name, gangsta? Bill Maddox 365, a.k.a. Pure Free Agent. Yes, sir. Uh, as always, we are recording courtesy of our damn selves, uh, but also giving a shout out to... Uh, War Room Sports Podcast Network, giving a shout out to uh, Stimulate Your Soul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, giving a shout out to uh, Tally and Twine, tallyandtwine.com. The fine timepieces. That's right. Giving a shout out to uh, John Teat Podcast. Salute to the Burtons, Roy and Chanel. Um, course we mentioned the war room sports podcast network the the war room thursdays from 6 to 8 eastern standard time jimmy Devin, b austin you can check them out for sports talk um dj rick g's.com uh you and you and dj rick g's himself man you doing doing god's work uh <laughs> here recently, hey, man. hey man man just trying to get the people man so, so uh it's a little nectar to god's pause um he hold the radio number four is out. We we just took some of our favorite Johns from the first half of uh, 2019. Couple other treats sprinkled in there. Just just shit we was banging that just just needed some shine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. 
No, definitely fire. Uh, got some good feedback on that. People were impressed. Um, people were asking, like, yo, what track is this? And, what, you know, the, the one at this mark, what, which one is this and that? And not so. Rick's a genius, good. man. Like, just yeah. put stuff together. Like, like I like I, I could pick some songs or whatever, but, like, just the layout and everything, that's all him. And so shout out to him. And definitely check that out uh, on, uh, you can listen to it on uh, Mixcloud. And uh, yeah, man, it's fire. Uh, what, thirty tracks, thirty-one tracks, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, definitely fire. So yeah, check that out again. Salute to DJ Rick G's. Uh, pound for pound, man, best DJ you'll hear. Exclude nobody. Uh, man, we also want to give a shout out to our family too, man. We we know people that be making. Uh, delectable plates, uh, <laughs> and you know, just all types of just, uh, just. Yeah, man, we know we know some talented people, man. Yeah, man, just talk just a little bit, man. Just talk about your uh, your sister, man. Yeah, man, she got the the taste space popping off. Uh, she she uh, made the order uh, meals, desserts, uh, basically whatever you want. She can make it and, yeah. and make it dope. Uh, she she specializes in uh, pastries and. Uh, um soul food because i mean come on yeah who who are we <laughs> i mean like we do this yeah i mean so yeah anybody that that's ever in the hampton roads area and of course we're gonna do what we can and make sure that that's not just a, a a local thing but definitely if you're in the area for for your you know family reunions for your uh for homecoming coming up whatever you got events that you're thinking about in the hampton roads uh area uh, 757 definitely uh, is it at tastespaceva.com mm-hmm. I mean uh, not not VA but it's not at, VA at tastespace is at tastespace right yeah yo she made these these not cupcakes but cake in a cup and yeah. it was just it was just like red velvet or chocolate cake and then she hand made uh, the icing buttercream icing come on man yo 4th of July <laughs> It, okay, so we just so that we can just get it right. It is uh, at taste space, and then she added underscore ba. So I guess to just yeah. differentiate her. So uh, you can go, you can go to her her page. I mean, if you just go to her Instagram right now, I mean, you'll probably get like some hunger pains right now. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. I, I I've never honestly, I can really say no no gas like. I've never seen this like amount of food done so easily and so masterfully. Like from you know, like I've known, I've known her since she was like ten. So it's, like for me, it's like oh okay. Like I always knew you know of the talent, you know, and you know what you guys come from from a from a culinary standpoint. But to just see it, you know, just from other people when they see it, they're like God. Damn. You know, they were doing, they were doing fried snow crab man i was like, yeah come on they, they look like 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 little uh breaded french fries and then you like yo this is amazing yeah no it's ridiculous and i i'm actually kind of remiss because i always say when i go home um i'm always gonna you know just just get with her but past couple of times my time's been yeah, the limited homie uh the homie hit her up yeah Next time, I mean, I'm I'm there soon. Like next time, I'm back though. But it, it's a month. Yeah. Oh no, we 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 gonna um. I'm gonna make sure you you uh. She do something. I, I'm I might I'm 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 
I'm inclined to just have her just come through the crib. And yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, like yeah. before you before you get here. Yeah, um, yeah we gotta, we gotta work something out. Well, we'll just say like the yeah, official caterer of the two <laughs> podcast already. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but no, uh, salute, salute to Kyra, salute to Kels, uh, salute to Big C, man, your whole family, man. Yeah, man. Um, man, it's been it's been um some time. Uh, what we're doing right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are just uh working on some things behind the scenes, but also thinking of a master plan. That's <laughs> right. Um trying to put more than sweat inside our hand pause um it's more so that we we again we had the the episode 220 great response from that at the heat holder radio uh number four so you know now we're coming back with our with our episode 221 of the tissue and the tape podcast and and really man we're just trying to just update everybody like these are subjects and categories that we feel like people need to know about uh not only locally nationally but internationally so salute to all of our listeners out there and as phil would say the thor countries the motherland <laughs> down under uh you know far east yeah man uh, just definitely shout out to australia man a lot yeah. of dope dope uh feedback from australia uh, of course we got guys shout out the homie uh still love dot de uh right. vanya uh out there in berlin Maggie try across the globe. Absolutely. You know, uh Low shout out problem. to uh twenty nineteen Carmen San Diego. You know? That's right. Um so yeah, man, we, we we just appreciate all of our listeners uh foreign and domestic, uh near and far. Uh, we're about to get into this episode right now uh, with some of the most beautifulest things that we've seen since mm. we lasted a live show. So let's do it, filmatic. Get in you. So man. You're wearing a hat right now. Of course. I normally am, but you know, uh, I, I've gotten a little bit more brazen with my uh, just not just not caring at this point, man. I normally always have a hat on, but you know, I you know sometimes I like to let my hair down a little bit at the crib, but um, so they can see you shine. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I, I see what you did there, man. That was that was that was nice right there top down all summer yeah (laughs) (laughs) i see i see you playboy yeah hey listen um man one of one of the individuals whenever there's a story about him i mean he's one of the people that we've talked about most since the inception of this show one meek mill man so proud of this guy uh proud of his latest venture that that was announced recently uh he is now the co-owner of Lids, and um, for us and for people that that you know that grew up how we did, and shoot, I mean, even if you didn't like, you know what Lids is, like you know what it means to our culture, you know what it means to the youth. Like your your kicks could be cool, like your lay with your kicks could be cool, but the crown on top is kind of like the icing. Yeah, man. I, so, like the the fitted, and then now you know snapbacks have been. Um, they back they, they had a resurgence. And yeah. Dad hats. Yeah. So I mean, I, I like it all. I mean, I like to kind of have some of the versatility a little bit, but uh, with with this announcement of of me being a co owner of Lids, it really just kind of brings things full so circle for him, so to speak. Um, 
who will also be the company's uh, creative uh, strategy leader. Uh, he has a, a limited edition line of hats that will be coming through uh, in August next month. Uh, and, you know, obviously Dream Chasers is one of the more definitive brands of the Absolutely. past decade. I got some Dream Chasers merch. Yeah, me too. Um, it's cool just because you've seen a lot of different um, artists that are in his, I guess, his generation now, whether it be Cole with his, and we're going to talk about him pretty extensively later, but uh, with his advent of the of the Dreamville brand, and you see how it's expanded and, and grown uh, just from it kind of just being like, oh, well, every rapper needs a brand or a crew or a click when they come in. But like we've seen Meek and, and Cole really take yeah. their, their brands to mean like to be entities, not just like, you know, yeah. like. I think this, this uh, generation of artists has done that better than any of their predecessors man like really just stamping everything with their brand you know you're talking about from ovo mm -hmm. you know to where ovo is amazing it's like a mindset you know it's mm -hmm. people getting ovo tattoos and yeah you know just like the the championship hats for the nba finals had ovo on them i mean yeah this it's, on, it's on the side of the practice facility it's on the yeah, so <laughs> yeah, OVO Jordans. And, yeah, you know, so that they they've like Drake is taking that into a whole nother place, and then Dream Chasers is one of the one of the ones like I remember like we always talked about like Meek's uh pension for having dope artwork and cover yeah. art and everything, yeah. and then just really driving home the brand with the uh with the uh DC mixtape series. Yes, sir. And then you had uh, you had now J Cole with uh, with Dreamville, and yeah. then just I mean he's turned that into a, a festival. Yeah, you know it's uh, a crew. It's, yeah. a, it's a it's a label. The, yeah, the, the Dreamers. Uh, mm -hmm. Shout out to Maul who uh, from his Joe Button podcast. I think he dubbed their uh, their female fans Dream Girls. I don't know if that's a thing, mm. <laughs> but that sounds fire. It, yeah. Uh, if I was cold, I'd probably run with that. But, yeah, yeah uh, sure. Um, but no, it's it's just amazing. Like, like surprisingly though, like TDE as big as the label is, they don't do as much with the brand as they probably could. Like, if they really wanted to, like you, think, like you, you'll see, you'll see every now and then. Like, if you're so inclined, you can get. Like, I've gotten a couple uh, TDE shirts. And, yeah. Like, like their their hoodie was popular uh when it re like when they were really like pretty active a couple years yeah. ago but i think they took the approach to actively promote their crew as individuals first mm -hmm. yeah whereas the uh, whereas the other ones there's really only one major star like dreamville okay. dreamville is starting to produce like like jid and uh earth gang yeah um, who I got, I got a great story about uh, them, by the way uh boss uh cause cause uh what's what's the uh the singer's name um Ari Ari yeah she's dope yeah um yeah they've they, they been they've been yeah, so, they, so their crew is but like like with with tde we know they're the label but you got kendrick you got j-rock you got absol schoolboy you got um scissors so you got um you got these names that people know individually even though and they don't 
they don't present themselves as a collective. They they occasionally they form like Voltron when it's necessary. You know, they go on tour and then um and they do their thing, but it's never like like Meek is always the dream chasers. Drake yeah. is always OVO. And they're like the flagship artists. It's really not too many artists like under them. They work with a lot of people and they put a lot of people on. But as far as the labels go, there's not a huge roster for either brand and they become more than just music it's so much more for those whereas like dreamville is more music based which is uh revenge of the dreamers uh the three mm-hmm. yeah I, I i was presently surprised man i was i really like from from start to finish i thoroughly enjoyed that journey it's uh yeah no we, we definitely gonna get into that and, and yeah. some of the some of the the maybe the repositioning of the hierarchy based off of amen <laughs> talk, talk about it you know what i mean um but yeah um just back to meek real quick before we move on um again you know just the the past uh you know 17 18 months we've really seen just the uh, um like you said he has a penchant for certain things so again uh you know the, the venture with lids uh, you know him working close with Jay uh, for you know social so, social justice reform. Um, his docu series coming from um, coming on Amazon is uh, Free Meek set to premiere yeah, in crazy. August. That's gonna be good to see. So yes, yeah, so August is gonna be a pretty big month in terms of just some of the um the things that we'll see from, from meek mill so it's it's exciting to see man you know um you know just the the evolution of uh where where he was to where he is now and you know you can almost really just say uh based off of you know the maybe the impending decision on his on his case you know he's really just getting started he's he's done all of this stuff being restricted all of this time like, i know man and, and you think about it, man he's been uh, on probation pretty much or parole he's been he's been on probation for 13 years so the basically the entire time that he has been um that we have been aware of him coming from even pre-flamers coming from uh crazy you know like yeah for 13 years i mean he, he's been on for for nine so you know for nine really actually no well yeah he's, he's been on for like nine or you, you can almost say 10 now um Just think about how much money that's interfered with yeah like it's crazy so i mean just know, the money that we know about right like know, the half million for the super bowl i mean just just everything i'm sure there's brands and you know that people that that may not necessarily um you know want to rock with them or situations where he's had to not he's had to decline or he, he's not yeah. been able to get permission to leave and so yeah man, I, i'm just wishing the best for, for him and his whole camp man so it, it's great to see this so we, we we had to salute that um also just where we are right now with uh break dancing um, it's it's a it's a forgotten art to some to some it's still very much a science. part of there yeah science yeah. of b-boy yeah no nah, but uh we've heard that that break dancing is on the on the final stages of being added to uh, the 2014 Paris Olympic slate 
Um, That's gonna me, be cool. along with uh, surfing, <laughs> which is crazy. Yo, I, I'm actually surprised that that wasn't already in there. With surfing, yeah, yeah. I, I, for some reason, I always thought it was, but maybe that, maybe I always just saw it on the X Games or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But uh, skateboarding's in there, uh, sport climbing, and yeah, and they're just now they're not even saying break dancing; they're just saying breaking, which is, which is pretty accurate. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it's made it to basically where it, it's gonna happen. Man, so, crazy ladies like. So. God damn, what was y'all at in 84? I know, man. I know. 40 years. Um, but you know, it it there there are still uh you know several crews and, and clicks that get down uh you know pretty heavily. You know, they, they go out specifically just to just, you know, get it, down. It's so. a shame that uh it's it feels like so much of it has been like almost appropriated mm -hmm. and like when you see quote unquote hip hop dance mm -hmm. like classes it's it's never b-boys teaching it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's always that's always crazy to me it's interesting to see who the uh participants are going to be in this uh in these events from you know, man, that, that joint's gonna look like uh fast and furious tokyo drift <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, that I mean gonna rise. Yeah, I mean it. I mean that's real though. I mean it's not gonna be, you know. No. Um, the the final vote is scheduled for December of next year. So I mean, the fact that they've made it this far, they they seem to believe that, um, you know, it'll be officially added to the to the Paris roster. It won't be, um. It won't be established before the Olympics next summer because that you know they're in Tokyo, so that that was about to be a rizap. No. If, they, if they were able to get it in the Tokyo Olympics, oh, oh man, uh, <laughs> man, like was, I, I, in my mind, that. I imagine that that final uh, that final uh, decision, the judges sitting there, and then they're they're, they're really not impressed, and then like a kid busting with a boombox. <laughs> yeah. Hit the tape deck. Yeah. <laughs> like every 80s movie montage. Yeah. It just hit him, it just hit him with the fire. Nah, definitely cool though. Um again, uh I, I'm surprised, man, because I we've talked about this though. Like it seem it seems like this this and like you said, surfing and skateboarding, like these are all things that, that should have already been in the you know. Yeah, these are things that were like giant in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, skateboard like more so maybe in the in the uh, the the eighties, mm. a little more mainstream in the nineties, uh, thanks to like dudes like Tony Hawk and right. things like that. But yeah, it's it seems like like this should have already happened. Mm. But yeah, excited to see it. Um, one of the things that you mentioned that I hope happens is that I mean they don't just have judges like. You know, like the Russian judges, you know, for the figure skating and stuff. Yo, they, yeah, I hope they get people that actually are like professional. Like, like you mentioned Crazy Legs, like he should be on the committee. Oh, yeah. You like, where, uh, where Boogaloo Shrimp at? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really hope that, you know, they, they do get some consultation, if nothing else, and they definitely some, some participation. Oh, hold up. What are they breaking to? 
Uh, I mean, they're probably breaking the brakes. I would hope. Then that's gonna be a, like, do do we do we hear? Uh, are we gonna hear flip side in the Olympics? So? Oh, we we could, yeah. I mean, that's that that would be crazy. Like. Oh, what, what are they? What's going to be the soundtrack? Like, right, be the soundtrack. Yeah. Like, like, who, who's going to provide it? Are you just going to just just have like the the tape, or could you possibly have someone doing some live? You have like an actual DJ there for your. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, see, these, these are all things that. Yeah, man, that, it's going to be. It's going to be so like I, I'm afraid it's going to be so vanilla. It's just going to be like, oh man, that that that's what they turn this into. Right. Like I feel like they're gonna let the other joints live. Like they're gonna let surfer surf. Let let pop is popping is break is break. Yeah, exactly. What you asking for? Where I was going. <laughs> you already knew where I was going, man. Yeah, nah. I I, I think is I think is at least you know it definitely has my attention. I mean, obviously. Oh no, I'll be I'll I'll definitely be tuned in five years from now. But um, definitely has my attention. But wow. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll be. Uh, do they call in special commentators? <laughs> for that? Like, like, do they? Did you see that spin? He just did a, a did nine twenty. Was he calling Little Mama? Right. Uh, <laughs> who was the joint on MTV? Oh man, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's the Jabberwockies. The uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, what was the name of that show, man? American Dance Battle or some shit like that. Uh nah, you're you're right though. You're close. And they had um, uh, they had AC Slater on, on commentary. <laughs> he will forever be that. Yeah, he's 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 AC Slater forever. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what you do. So the the joint that was on MTV, I'm. I, Hold on, man. America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That, yeah, that, I, I watched that joint faithfully, yo. Yeah, that's the joint that gave us the Jabberwock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that joint was... I was into that. Yeah. Uh, my man messed it up, man. So went went out there and, uh, yeah, I mean, started inappropriately uh, doing things. The, uh, yeah. the one dude. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, uh, well, we'll definitely see about that. Um before before we move on to our next segment, man, we, we had to give a special shout out to uh, two of the MCs that we are definitely holding in high regard right now. Uh, they, they actually got together uh, on on a project uh, called Yuck, um, Static Selector and Annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Static Selector, the, uh, the the second busiest man in in hip hop show business. Yo, static man. Yo, yo, I think he keep making projects so he don't have to come on here because he was That's like, yo, yo, he's like, as soon as I finish my my next project, I, I I'm a uh, I'm a rock with y'all. This dude made like 15 albums. Nah, it's, it's crazy. Like he he went on vacation and made an album. Yo, he's on he's on that no limit plan, yo. Yeah, nah, yeah, but uh, you know how oh, we shout always out to static though. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Uh, we always talk about track number four. You gotta you gotta look out for them because some of the some of the, the dopest tracks are track number four well on yuck uh by annoyed and static selector uh track number four is new legends uh and that's annoyed featuring nick grant grant nikki baby so uh, let's get into that real quick man and we'll we'll, we'll get on with the uh, proceedings let's get it
legendary to the consumers. Oorah, fight for the culture. We see you rise. Stabbed in the back, sound like who opened the damn tuna. No, I can't forever. I'm bringing this to a food drive. Tupac, but the new pot, you buy Suda. I'm two rocks in a new lot. In a tube sock, the scale on my career Longevity can't be measured when you closer to your goal The devil works harder than never with old skin Tears that I shed myself, but this is free form Kinda like I dread myself I can't even think of nobody step myself I overcred myself, the fan's sketchy so I let myself Nasir Jones could still talk songs he wrote When he was 17, that's the lifestyle we quote So when you tryna build longevity It's gonna take long getting me But in the long run it's all legacy Every smile got its own purpose each hand got its own story Every I love you that I say weighs the same as the first one that I spoke to existence Rappers to respirate, see my soul for logistics and it's mostly the business But no comment, Nas vinyl still in the plastic till he co-sign it Don't try this at home, ain't no good job or back pattern See the road to legendary status, what I plan on, yeah I'm a walking legend, why should I talk to peasants? Boy, I'm the heir to the throne, my spark will leave you breathless This is food for thought, nigga, who ordered the special? When they follow my chain and command, it's off with your necklace Mama always told a nigga, freedom ain't free Pink pussy, green money, aka, that's me A thousand on your head if we gotta keep it G All these niggas watered down, how the fuck I'm out they league? That's game, you niggas over 30 still screaming out gang gang My killers go to court just to whine, King James Shocked and in the verge, just letting the brains hang Niggas trade integrity for a dress, the game change Money moves, nigga please, you look retarded I offset the Gucci with a new pair of Cardi's I got your sister acting out, nigga, I kill her softly The funny thing about it, I just got off tour with Lauren I'm back, better than ever, but strap, lesbian lover Click clack, bury whoever, don't make a bet with the devil I can't be one with the sheep, I give the test to the shepherd I'm way ahead of him dripping, I wipe the sweat off the reverend Black! I'll take this home with honor But come on to my forefathers How I feel to be a new, new legend How I feel to be a new, new legend I'll take this home with honor But come on to my forefathers How I feel to be a new, new legend How I feel to be a new, new legend What up? This your girl Hypnotic One with Phil and Vod on the Tissue and the Tape podcast where everything is hip hop. Respect heat holders. So annoyed and Nick Grant produced by Static Selector, New Legends. Bars upon bars upon bars is what they have. Absolutely, man. Uh, two, two of the uh, best young spitters out, man. Like shout out to both of them dudes, man. Uh, would love to, to get them on the uh, podcast and just holler at them because i like just been following both since uh early on um, yeah really just yeah. kind of uh like nick grant uh just just like he he reminds me of like if az came out now mm-hmm. that's that's what i imagine like nick grant 
would is like if he was if he was in our era, he would be A Z. Yeah. Like just just like the, the cool, like laid back, but just gets busy on the mic. Like yeah. rap with anybody over over any beat. Like also featured uh quite nicely on uh He Hold the Radio. Yeah. No, the pen, pen game is crazy with it. Yeah. Um Annoyed, of course, is just Monster, you know, man. Yeah, he's 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 climbing, man. He's definitely making his way, and you know, a project like this to kind of come out of the blue, so to speak, with such a respected uh, guy like Static was was a great look, and you know, we're definitely excited for him to yeah. hopefully have him, uh, you know, just continue to 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 rise. And I know I feel like I say it every show, but uh, these uh, these one MC uh, one producer collabs, yeah, I can't get enough of them, yo. I love yeah. it. Nah, it's great, man. Shout shout to the Bun B, of course. Trill Static is up there uh, for us. For us. Again, hardest working man, yo. Yeah, nah, he's killing it. This is his third project this year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's that's major. Uh, so here we are. We're at that point of the year right now where it's a little bit of a law. Phil is, is waiting to see, uh, you know, some, some ankles uh, get get caught in the turf, and you know, some some CTEness. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, all, all those things that'll be happening later on this month uh, with with training camp opening. And in, the, <laughs> in the meantime, of course, you know, uh, basketball is is three sixty five now, man. Yeah, yo. Uh, shout out to the NBA, man. They they really just uh, let it be known that they they uh, they put it out there like, yo, this our block. I mean, that's and, it. And the price of the brick has gone up. Uh, they they've taken their all season. Um, they pretty much uh, stiff arm baseball. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're overshadowing every league, and not even with the on the court action, even though that's been. Uh, pretty high quality as well, but the off season, yo, th- this is this is the best reality show on TV. It really is, and I, I think what makes it so galvanizing for people is the fact that with Twitter and with social media, these guys really have their own brands. Like we just talked about Meek and Cole and Drake, but like each one of like the twenty four All Stars. And on on a lower on a lower end, maybe Lamarcus Aldridge, you know, and um, Al Horford don't necessarily have like the biggest brands, but they still are a brand in themselves too. But, <laughs> oh yeah, Al got a brand. <laughs> but like even <laughs> even those top ten guys, those top twelve guys, I mean, from the you know from their signature sneaker lines to you know, their, their, their online industry, presence. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. So, yeah. and they have they have a, a countless amount of money backing them, so that they can be brands. So they have a yeah. machine behind them, and not just the NBA machine, but the sneaker machine, and also the media company machine behind it too. A lot of them. Yeah. So when we look at you know these things, and you're trying to find out where you know your your favorite where your favorite team stands in terms of just like acquiring some of these big names. It used to just be, oh, okay, well, this guy's a free agent, so you might get him. Now, Kawhi and Paul George have just have just shown us that that doesn't even matter. No, it doesn't. Like, I mean, and not just not just this particular move that they made, but their last 
two moves prior to this move. I was just about to say both of those dudes they, like uh, Dave Davis under contract. contract. Yeah, oh yeah. They like, weren't free agents. They weren't free they were not free agents when they first put the wheels in motion for them to yeah. get to this point now. So this has been, you know, uh uh for in Paul George's George's case, a 36 month journey to finally get home. And, and Kawhi's is probably a little bit less, maybe 24 months, but nonetheless, they they've they've definitely just like that was they talk about woes bombs. That was the biggest woes bomb yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh this time like, last that woke year, people up. Oh no, no, no doubt. No, it was crazy. Literally, I was asleep. And then I woke up and um, you know, our group text had like 135. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, oh man, like the first first thing when you see that many at that late, I'm like, oh man, somebody took an L, somebody Mm -hmm. died. Mm -hmm. Um but then but soon soon as I realized that it wasn't that, yeah. And then I just start scrolling up. It's like, yo. And then I went all the way back and started going back. I'm like, I was so tired though, I was just like, dang. And then I just and then I and then I went back to sleep and then I woke back up and then once I realized it wasn't wasn't nothing you know we didn't have like another tragedy right uh, then I went back and and read the messages when I woke up but it was just crazy like yo like I mean because when you think about it, this time last year you know they we were one day after uh, Oklahoma City had made it officially Paul George Day mm-hmm. um, one year later you think they celebrate. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so, man. Yeah, I, I um, think I think they went ahead and uh, just went on about their business. Yo, and they booed the shit out of KD, and they, yo, what are they gonna do when when yo, that? His, yo, his is worse. Like, yeah, yo, I know that's what I'm saying. What are they gonna KD do? KD gave him nine years, you know. Yeah, he gave him an MVP, a, yeah. a finals trip, you know, yeah. a couple scoring titles, countless moments. Yeah, this dude, two first round exits, <laughs> you know, toying with their emotions. <laughs> Yeah. And you Yo, know, I, I know you like this because of, of your, you know, <laughs> I, I I know you think that he could play, but no, no, he, he's he's a he's a uh, amazingly talented dude. He's just not the dude he thinks he is. He's not. There's like a certain tier. He's like it's that 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 LeBron, you know, a healthy KD. Mm-hmm. It it's that upper yeah. echelon yeah. as 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 we even find yes. He he ain't that though. Like, but but isn't it fitting that your guy, Dame Dollar, Paul George's last play, last moment in OKC was Dame's <laughs> three from forty feet out. Wait yeah. bye bye to him. Yeah. Yeah, man. He he basically sent him home. He sent him. He sent him. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me packing. Sent yeah, back did. to the crib. Yeah, nah, that's amazing. But. Um, there, there's so much that's unresolved. Like now that these pieces have have finally, you know, moved off of the board. Now there's even more to be done because now Russell can't be there by himself. You got to do something with Russell. So now, where does Russell go? So um, like you're saying, it's just an ongoing soap opera. Now, now the the focus is shift from where's Kawhi going to what's Russ going to do? Who's going to get mm-hmm. Russ? Yeah. Um, you know, if I if I was a betting dude, I I'd say he's going to end up in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the right thing, but I feel like um, Pat Riley, he he likes stars. He loves stars. Mm-hmm. He loves star talent. Russell Westbrook un- unquestionably is a star talent. I mean, 
he may be on the 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 declining end of that star talent, True. but just because of the way that he plays, the 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 athleticism and the physicality, you can't sustain that. But for so long, I mean, we right. we've seen it time and time again with players like Iverson, D Wade, you know, you know. Unfortunately, Derrick Rose broke down much earlier than you yeah. know. Grand than Hill. Grand Hill. It's just so when you have that level of athleticism and your game is uh, predicated on that, you know, it's hard to sustain. He's done a remarkable job of actually sustaining it for this long for as hard as he goes. Like, I don't, I don't, I've never seen anybody with a motor like that dude to play at that high of a level to do that much for his team. Like this, he's the perfect argument for why there should be a, a MVP and a most outstanding player award like mm-hmm. like because you can't tell me he's there's nobody more valuable to their squad except maybe lebron than he is to oklahoma city right um but yeah all that being said i i think he if he is traded he ends up in miami hmm. yeah i mean i i saw where a couple people got on the trade machine and there you know there's some some obvious like if you trade uh Dragic and um Winslow, I think that just doesn't even. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it does match up like salary wise and all of that, but like OKC, I mean, I I think they're just ready to just hit the reset button. They 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 got a hole. They got a hole for the Clippers. And again, that's where they got to the point where they were in the first place, where they had like three, you know, future Hall of Famers on the same team. Yo, how is the 30 for 30 for them going on? Oh, it's going to be amazing. The only thing that's going to top it is Kawhi's. Kawhi's is going to be interesting, yo. If if, if they could ever, honestly, I I think. Get to the bottom of the story. I don't think they'll ever be able to get, like, him to talk. (laughs) You know, so they'll never. Yeah, yeah. He he won't, but, I mean, just the investigative stuff that But even the people around him, like, he has the best circle in all the sports as far as, like, like keeping keeping stuff uh yeah well i i think what it is i think he he's learned how to use leverage and um you know like listen like uh like even still like some of the stuff where where he met with magic and they were talking about it i was like why why is this leaked out like if they just had a personal conversation how did this stuff like get out and it's just like it's almost impossible to keep people from knowing what what goes on because if you tell one person it's a wrap yeah, we 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 we've uh we've become like credit to you. You gave him the name the um, mute. Yeah. Um, and and that's run wild throughout our group chats. But I I after this, like he has to be Marlo, man. He oh, but he, he, Marlo, but I also was he's Kawhi's or Sose, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's his name now. He's Kawhi's or Sose. Yo, he he, he walked straight look, into you, you saw all of those memes. People were just like, ah. Oh, Man, this dude's probably like making toast and you know, he's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while everybody else is getting money. And, and he, he was just like, Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you go ahead and think I, he probably doesn't even know free agency's going on right now. He's just ironing his shirt, like Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, if that's what you think. He just had the blue gay the blue jays game chilling. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's like, if that's what you think, okay, you can go ahead and think that. And like, no, nah, he you, you said thinking of a master plan earlier that he he was yeah. executing a master plan. Yo, did that dude really pack his own uh, movie? No, because <laughs> they they definitely had pictures of him at, at the Home Depot, yo. Yeah, well, yeah, come on, man. yo. 
He he does. If anybody would, if any NBA player you could guess was yeah. packing their own moving boxes. Yo, yo, hashtag Kawhi watch was crazy. Like they had dude at the taco spot. No, they they gave him the OJ man. They, yeah. they were following him uh, yeah. like the white Bronco. Yeah, like amazing. So so all right. So tip for tat. You know, as we as we talk about this, man. Definitively, Philmatic. Talk to me. Whose league is it? Is it Kawhi's league or is it LeBron's league? Ah, uh, now, now that we know what we know, it, it's, it's not a. If, oh, okay. if if he joins the Lakers, you can never say that that is Kawhi's league because he would be under the shadow of LeBron. This, this is why he's Marlowe, man. Like Kawhi's associate is a is a beautiful, beautiful analogy, but. Just, just for 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 this for your question, if it's perfect, uh-huh. the Barstels they were out there in front. Everybody knew who they was. They had the biggest name on the street, the biggest rep. That's the Lakers. Yeah, Avon Barksdale, the the, the loudest one, the, the toughest guy, you know. And then he had he had the backing. He's that's that's LeBron. He had he had everything, but the dude that was just able to get under his skin starting early on. You know, Marlo, and then he moved in, and then until he got control, Avon Avon was down for a minute. LeBron got hurt, missed the playoffs. Mm. Avon went to jail. Mm. Marlo came in, swooped in, took over the whole block. That being the league, you know, took over some new territory. That being Toronto, expanded his territory, got in the um, Mar- um, Avon's backyard. That being now LA. Yeah. And he here now, so now yeah. we got we got to see. Now, now LeBron can rewrite uh, the wire, so to speak, if um, if him and AD can, you know, get it popping. But I, I like I like the Clippers' chances now. The fact that they're the Clippers is a is a hindrance because that there's just a stigma mm-hmm. of, of being the Clippers. I think if anybody can erase that, like he's he's uh, the dynasty killer, the Kingslayer, all of that. You know, so if anybody can erase this stigma, it is definitely uh, Kawhi. So running the league right now today, it's still LeBron. <laughs> it's, it's still he he's he's uh because I and let me add to what you're saying because I agree with you because even still even with that being the case, like he got all of those those young little dudes that he didn't want out of there in, in LA. Like, let's not forget about that. Like, he when he got there last year, he said, I'm gonna give this a chance. Let me see if, if we can Brody at the at the trade deadline and get these little dudes out of here. And then when they weren't able to, they just had to regroup. But what, what I'll say is he got AD who's a top seven, you know, top ten, wherever you have him in, yeah. in there in, in the high. In his health. Yes, but for sure. But he also still was able to get all the players that were available of note that that kind of fit what now the team could probably look like in terms of they brought KCP back, who's a Rich Paul um, client. Yeah, uh, you know, Danny Green signed. You know, they brought Rondo back. They got Boogie in the mix now. JaVale McGee signed back again. So it's like, they, when people, they, when people they were like from uh, right, Golden State. State. Exactly. So when they were looking like, oh, well, how are they going to fill out their roster? LeBron wasn't sweating. He was just like, if we don't get dude, which we probably won't, it's a long shot. We still got plan B in order. And that's the part 
that that probably just just puts him just quite ahead and, they're, of him. and they're probably going to get ego dollar whenever whenever exactly. that uh exactly whenever he's able to, to to make that move so again we wanted to just talk about this just because it's been so prevalent in social media and also just in um you know just just hip-hop culture because now you know these games in terms of you know when they're on you know it, it still won't reach the nfl level because you know nfl is doing 24 million on a, on a thursday night but um just you know in terms of like when some of these teams hit your respective cities or yeah you know uh you know when these games are on especially you know it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be up there with some of the best years i think that that we no doubt for sure well the the the, the NBA, the only the only problem that they have, I think, is in 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 a little bit to a degree oversaturation because it's eighty two games. You always feel like, oh, I can catch an I can catch a game. You know, you're never like with 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 NFL. They're the perfect example of less is more. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got sixteen games, you know, plus the playoffs. It's it's very limited. You know, it's only really. I mean. It's two days a week. They trying to make it, you know, mm-hmm. five. Make it four or five, yeah. Yeah, you know, because there's there's games on Saturdays. Uh, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. But I mean, for for I mean, I, realistically, you might as well say it's three days a week because Thursday is a thing. It's not going nowhere. It's not going anywhere. Um, and because they do, as you mentioned, twenty four million dollars. You know, yeah. is, um, on a Thursday is telling you that's like a, a restaurant or a bar. You know, killing it on a Tuesday yeah so they're not three days a week you know versus every night there's multiple games there's there's no less than than you know five to ten games every single day on the nba calendar Mm -hmm. you know if you especially if you have like a league pass or something like that you know i mean you might only have that one in your market but if you if you're an nba fan you can always be watching basketball every day week you know Right, and that's and that's the other part about it is if you're a fan, casually, you can move on to something else. Like with the NFL, like the the casual fan is 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 kind of thrust into these positions where they're watching the game just because people are building events around it. You know, like watch parties and barbecues, tailgates, and you know all these different things that 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 fit into the whole social culture that. You know that that we know and love so man salute salute to everybody that that's finally getting a break from uh refreshing their twitter and uh <laughs> Woj, man you know he he again we, we we've come up with different uh euphemisms to describe him but i i think um if in hip-hop who would who, who would uh Woj be mm. And maybe not even from a reporting standpoint, but I think just maybe just from the amount of information that he has, would he be like Fab Pop Freddy? <laughs> Yo, I, I would, I would have to. I don't know, man. Like because you, would, you wouldn't call him Elliot Wilson. No, nah, like because he he's not that out front. He just he just gets in and gets out. Like it's never. And the thing I like about him too is. It's kind of no frills too. Like he's giving you like the just like, the fact, man. When I when I tweet, like, yo, you you better you better listen because I yeah. yeah I ain't I ain't telling you what I had for dinner. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not telling. You, I'm giving you details and I'm giving you you know the the God honest gospel. Like this this is 
this is facts i'm never yeah. wrong <laughs> yo that's yo and that's the crazy part like um I, I don't even know who he could be like i don't i don't <laughs> think there's a person like that in hip-hop that exists because just just by the sheer nature of yeah of the genre it's like look at me Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's I'd, very... I'd rather put my information out there and have you do it and get the shine from it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's nobody has that 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 uh, that filter that they go to. Like, I guess Harry Allen, who's the media assassin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, um, don't. Uh, <laughs> no, like, but real quick before we move on, a quick tip for tat for you. Yeah. Yes or no? Definitive. Mm-hmm. Carmelo gets on the NBA roster. Absolutely not. Like just the simple fact that he's supposed to be, you know, chummy, buddy, buddy, crew love with with LeBron, and LeBron has has had a situation to come and get him maybe three or four times now to where he's been expendable and it, it hasn't happened. Like. He could have got him, uh, you know, after the OKC debacle. He could have got him after Houston. Get on the boat or get drowned. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> could have got him now when they were just scrambling to kind of fill out their roster. So, I mean, there, there's been several instances where, you know, they could have. But I just think, again, you know, they call us dinosaurs. What is he then? Oh, man. You know, in terms of just what, what he's able to do, he's still the playing. He still can 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 shoot a, a 19 foot uh, elbow jumper better than anybody, almost on earth. But that's not how the, the game is played anymore. And he, he a 19 foot elbow jumper might as well be cross color jeans in 2019. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, so it's like he can't he can't stay in front of anybody. So uh, again, he he's talented. He he absolutely would murder the big three as we've talked about. But from from an NBA standpoint, getting up and down the court in the manner that they do, I think he's those times have passed. And then people just don't want to be associated with his brand. Let's be honest. Like he he's now he's at the equivalent of almost being blackballed. How AI was towards the end. Yeah, and I think he's kind of too cool for school too. Like he, I think his uh, like Melo. Hey, we need you to come in here and play about fifteen minutes a game, man. Some games you might not even play. You're just gonna just sit on there, you know, with a with a towel over your head. Cool. Nah. I'm the best player on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm better than all these niggas. Because that's, that's all, right, all right, like on if he was on the Lakers, he would be the the third or fourth best player. Yeah, as they are right now. Yeah, I mean, obviously LeBron, AD, probably Kuzma at this point. Mm-hmm. Depending on what Boogie can give you. Yeah, depending on what, like, if we're basing it on the last time we saw Boogie. Yeah, Melo's ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that being said, he can't get on that squad. <laughs> like, it's, right. he does. He doesn't fit today's NBA. Like his style of play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he's willing to accommodate. Like, like if they say, "Yo, I need you to be the sixth man or the seventh man," mm-hmm. I don't think he's willing to do that. Yo, and before we move on, I just want to say this. Um, shout to to Lou Williams because he said something that, that was that was dope. Um, he actually has a, a a new track that's out right now, and he was promoting it on Twitter. Um, you know, it's on Apple Music and Spotify and Tidal and all that. So like, it's like okay, Lou Will, I see. You. But um, he was he was promoting it, 
and you know someone was just like yo just like yo stick to uh stick to coming off the bench dog like you know whatever he was just like you say that like that's a bad thing like trust me your favorite team hates to see me go to the score table like it's time for me to come. That is fat, you know. Like, so it, he he's a guy that can get you fifty off the bench. So I, right, and, and, but I I say I say that to say what he, he said. You say that as if it's a diss to me. Lol, your favorite team hates seeing me go to the scores table. Trust me. And what it and what that really means is, you know, there there's a there's a certain mentality, you know, for people give Ginobili breed and you know whatever, but. Ginobili, Jamal Crawford, you know, Lou Will, these guys that we have, have known and seen over the past few years, like, you gotta you gotta be a different type of animal to just be prepared to just come in and just wreck shot like that. Yeah. You gotta have you it, it's it's it, you have to be almost insane. And the reason I say that is because you have to have a starter's mentality, but you also have to have the the confidence and the the humility to not be a star right like lou will could start on yeah so many teams and yeah. pretty yeah. much any team in the league he could start on his own team right now yeah he, he's better than the dude that's in front of him i mean if, sure. you, if you want to keep it real but he know he understands the importance of him in that role like what it does for the team the energy that it gives them yeah they, I would, I would venture to say they won five or six games easily just from the spark that he gave them oh, yeah. no coming, coming off the bench, yeah. and you know just that instant offense and just knowing like yo, you're going against the number one who's already been playing you know six seven minutes, or you're going against the number two who don't want no smoke. Right. With, with but that, but and we all know just from a from a standpoint of watching the game, I mean basketball is about confidence. Yeah. You know, so uh, uh again, man, it's been a crazy ride uh since the since really since since KD got hurt. These past six weeks since Kevin Durant got hurt, we've seen him, you know, go to another team. We've seen Kyrie join him. We've seen, you know, AD's trade go through. We've seen Zion go to uh, yeah, yeah. Jimmy go, you know, to to Miami in a signing trade. We see Zion get traded. I mean, uh, get drafted. drafted. You know, so I mean, all these different things. And we seen and, the Knicks. <laughs> right, we seen the Knicks be the Knicks. Shout out to everybody defending the Knicks too. I like, I, I, I like what y'all. I, I'm not. I don't even hate what they did. Yeah. I just, it's just the way that they went. Ah, there. Their whole organization, like they, they basically they suffer from the fact that their owner is a pariah to to players. They don't want to play for that dude. Yeah. They wanna, they this is there's a, a gang of players that want to play in New York and and actually want to play for the Knicks. They just don't want to play for James Dope. Yeah. yeah. Bottom line. Bottom line. But yeah, nah, we we appreciate uh, everybody rocking out with us again. This is the Tissue and Tape Podcast. We're gonna move on to our next topic uh one of our favorite topics because um the tissue cares of what filmatic don't nobody else care man man each episode uh we we try our best to to highlight not only the best stories but also just some of the best human beings um it just so happens that uh there's a particular set of human beings that we're fond of because of the impact that they've had uh just not only on our lives but just the the lives of society period and that's 
that's that's black women man that's women of color um you know we we are uh in awe of them one million percent and we, we we like to you know give them a shout just because there's so much dope stuff that's going on behind the scenes and also right in front of our faces that sometimes doesn't get disseminated to us in the manner that it should so i said all that to say man this is four women presented by tissue in the tape podcast davis backwards and phil matic 365 uh the first lady that we're going to talk about right now uh her name is arlen hamilton she went from being homeless which is obviously a part of her story but it's a small part to her founding backstage capital which is the big part of it um absolutely she is an advocate for overlooked entrepreneurs and what she's been able to do uh in a short amount of time has has really been impactful because she's been able to um you know serve a couple of different communities that she's a part of not only is she a woman but she's also black and she's also a part of the the lgbtq community as well what she's been able to do since she founded backstage capital in 2015 her fund has invested five million dollars in more than a hundred startups um, that were headed by underrepresented founders so uh, the firm is actually based in la uh, but there are also uh, satellite offices in detroit philly and london there's about 30 employees all together um you know she's 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 just been uh that's incredible man but yeah i mean you know we were we were going over the story we were just seeing all the things that she was able to do you know uh in the investment and you know uh you know these investment firms a lot of times you know they're they're not even looking to to talk to anybody that doesn't look a certain way or that doesn't come from a certain crust and um you know what what she said was that um backstage capital they reported that women people of color and uh lgbtq founders receive less than 10 percent of all venture capital deals so i mean we're you know we're looking at you know billions of dollars being you know being given and you know traded all around and you know there's only a small part of that that's actually going to uh people that that don't look like again you know the people that they want for it to be so um i just wanted to give her a shout out we were again in awe of her story the fact that it's spanned all over the country has gone international and then it's serving people that are not only taking these things to do their startups but they're also taking it to their communities and um you know they're there you know is it's kind of just growing just based off of just you know coming from a place where someone is able to throw them a oop so to speak yeah she, she uh she john stockton with it <laughs> she uh, <laughs> all right even better she lob city man she uh yeah. just that that's incredible man just mm-hmm. to be able to take to look at a situation where minorities of all kinds of vastly underrepresented and be like yo i'm not only am i going to you know lift myself up i'm going to lift up all of these other people that are underrepresented you know with you know and starting their businesses mm. big shots out yeah no for sure uh she's originally from dallas and one of the again not only is she also 
you know, giving the money out, which is probably the most important part. But she's also kind of exposing uh, the, the bureaucracy and the red tape that, you know, that's happening in Silicon Valley. She said uh, the, the, the thing that stood out to me the most was the fratty deals. You know, oh, you, you oh know, yeah. It's a, it's a very fraternal thing. Why it's why when you know why exactly so again man salute to arlen hamilton uh obviously looking to uh keep an eye on her and uh when when uh tissue in the tape uh inc uh you know is looking for uh some some ghost supporters we know we know where to go yeah um, <laughs> my application in the mail today today uh next person i wanted to talk about very quickly is uh jackie sibley's Drury, Drury, uh, she's a playwright, uh, writer, uh, extraordinaire. Um, she won a Pulitzer uh, for her play Fairview. Oh, something like. Yeah, something like. I mean, you know, just a mean? Pulitzer. But um, it's making its way, you know, again, just through now. It'll be at Brooklyn Theater for a new audience. Um, in late July, uh, you know, I, I'm actually kind of a fan of theater a little bit. Um, obviously, don't get a chance to go as much, but it's always cool to to see. Um, we recently went to see Hamilton, dope, and um, it it's really cool to be able to see people devote because you know, like with that theater life, like. You don't have a life outside of that. Yeah, you guys may go out and celebrate once it's done, but you got to learn your lines. You got to be well rested. You know, you can't. There's no nights off. You know, yeah. it's not like the rapper that that can show up to the studio at 3 a.m. and you know work for for five hours and go home and go to sleep. Like, and you can't yell cut. You know right. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or time out. Or yeah, yeah. We we can't. <laughs> like like we we recording this right now. If we, yeah. I can edit it out. Yeah. You know I mean. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there's none of that with the like that's why i have such huge respect for uh for people that that perform in on stage you know like mm. that's super difficult yeah and then you're singing every night in a lot of cases mm. like that's uh, it's, it's, multiple it's, shows in in a day it's a, it's a it's a different degree of homicide for sure uh i gotta give the 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 company that i saw that did uh hamilton props because Although I did have some fundamental issues with with it, for the most part, it was um, an astonishing experience, and it was it's one that I would recommend to anyone that is you know a fan of uh, hip hop culture, of theater, of um, you know just seeing people excel that that don't necessarily look like the normal theater people. Like it was a cast of 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 young brothers and sisters that was just supremely talented and they, they didn't miss a mark at all so it, it was dope to see so salute to them um man and just salute to uh to jackie again uh fairview uh you know pulitzer prize and you know she she's uh she's our age actually um she studied at the yale school of drama which is uh, pretty popular these days in terms of uh, we know Lapita went there, we know Winston Duke went there. Every so, time I hear name, you know I gotta yeah. Lupita Jones. <laughs> yeah, so so you know like over the past few years we've seen uh, some of the products from that school excel. Yeah, uh, we didn't uh, uh what's her name uh, Denai 
go there uh, from Walking Dead, and um, she was in Black Panther. I think she went there too. Oh, she may have went there with them. I, I feel. I feel like that feels yeah. right. It, it it does feel right. We're, we're gonna go ahead and say that until we fact check later. But um, no, nah, I definitely uh, wanted to give Jackie a shout out just because reading about her story, you know, coming from New Jersey and you know taking her uh, experience worldwide, uh, you know that, that Pulitzer, you know that that's that's not a, a, a easily uh, accomplished feat. Not at all. Um, yeah, man, salute to her. Uh, as we move on, we got a couple more that we want to talk about. Uh, Eve L. Ewing, uh, she's someone that we're going to put this out into the, to the universe, man. We, we got to have her on the show. Yo, I, I need to <laughs> talk to uh, Eve, man. Her her conversation with uh, with Trevor Noah was one of, I, I'm a big fan of, of, obviously, we're fans of The Daily Show. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, his conversation with her was one that I enjoyed very much. Uh, one of my favorite ones here recently. Um, what isn't she doing, Phil? Uh, when we first started talking about it, you were like, why do I know her? But Dr. Eve L. Ewing is known to us, of course, because we were like, wait a second. Ah, she writes Ironheart for Marvel Comics. Yes. So that was the first thing. Yes, yeah, so those who not who aren't familiar with Ironheart, uh, it's it's the story of a, a genius uh, young lady from the inner city of Chicago who uh, receives a, a scholarship from um, Stark Industries, and when she creates uh, her own Iron Man, or in this case, Iron, you know, heart uh, suit, and she becomes a superhero because she, she starts working with uh tony stark and it's um it's one of those brilliant concepts taking taking uh a new spin on an old idea and it's brilliantly written i definitely recommend it to anybody who's a fan of uh comic books or just a fan of good writing in general yes very well put um she's also uh, had her work published in the New Yorker, the Atlantic, New York Times. Prolific writer. Yeah, poetry uh, books. Um, yeah, uh, her her book Ghosts Ghosts in the Schoolyard: Racism and uh, School Closings on Chicago South Side uh, was bestseller. Uh, bestseller. Um, Electric Arches was uh, awarded several times from the American uh, Library Association and the Poetry Society of America. Uh, named one of the best books of the year uh, by NPR, Chicago Tribune. Again, she's just someone that just people just need to know. Uh, she co-wrote uh, No Blue Memories, The Life of Gwendolyn Brooks. And she's also an assistant professor at the University of Chicago School of Social Service Administration. So um, her other job, you know, when, when she's not, she not busy writing award-winning books yeah. or uh, groundbreaking comic books. Um, yeah, no, nah, it's... it's 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 amazing man to 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 be able to see um you know people's thoughts and ideas go from this inside of their brain to um to paper and you know out you know it's, it's just amazing like l- let me just let me just say this real quick for me. <laughs> so she was so she was born and raised in chicago she went to chicago public schools which she's very proud of she completed her doctorate uh, at Howard Graduate School of Education. I mean, Harvard 
graduate of uh, graduate school of education. Um, the other issue. The other issue. <laughs> prior prior to that, she got her uh, undergrad with honors in English language and literature from University of Chicago. Um, she also has an MAT in uh, elementary education from the Dominican University and uh, an MED in education policy and management from Harvard as well. So, yeah, man. I mean, Dicky Doc, y'all. Nah, just one of just more fast, fascinating um, stories that we've read was just just seeing her just extensive list of, of things that she's accomplished. And if you want to check her out, you can go to uh, eveewing.com. Uh, it has her bio there. It has the events, video, press. Um, you can actually buy her work there as well. Um, you know, it's it's just a a, a dope. <laughs> Yo, her res her resume just reads like, like I imagine like uh, if Beyonce like if you converted her accomplishments to like, like music, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. you know, or Beyonce's a. Uh, accomplishments to uh, academia that's yeah. how I would read like the same way yeah, like, no, it's, it's, like, it's, I literally I've done it all yeah uh, one last thing about her I guess that, that kind of sums it up this is what she wants you to know about her uh, when, you, when you talked about Dr. Eve L. Ewing writer, scholar, cultural organizer made in Chicago bars bars man you know, you know, we always talk about that. Like, in order for you to be a dope MC, one of the first things that you gotta have is, is that hometown love. Gotta rep the hometown. We, we we can't understand your story if if you don't love where you're from. It's, it's just it's a fundamental thing. So, she's got that in spades. It sounds like she's doing incredible work in Chicago, and we're we're proud of her, and we're we're glad to actually know about her story, and we're looking forward to speaking to her, filmatic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Doctor. Hewing, paging, Doctor yeah. Hewing. That's right. Um, one last thing before before we actually move on from our four women. This is the youngest uh, lady that we'll be speaking about today. Uh, might be the youngest lady we've ever spoken about. Pretty much, we spoke about Monet Davis. She's right there, and we spoke about uh, Marseille Martin, who's right there, right around yeah, that. Yeah, probably yeah, 14, 15. But um, this young lady is fifteen years old. I am so pumped by the time you guys hear this, uh, she will have already played in a round of 16, um, uh, the championships at, at Wimbledon. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a tennis nerd, so like, I can't explain how excited I am for this. Uh, not only is she playing, but it's like the greatest day in tennis. Uh, you got uh, Federer, Nadal, but even with that being the case, uh, Serena, all these all these legends, like the, the greatest people to ever play the sport, all playing on one day, she's the story. Yeah. And you can see me getting excited about this because like I I'm I don't uh, know. I'm, I'm not a tennis nerd and I was hyped. I was like, yeah. yo, this, this yeah. is incredible. Like I so, so she actually had to storm back a little bit. Like uh, anybody that watched the the first match was versus Venus. And I remember uh Hold, hold on, tell them, tell them who we talking about first, because a, okay, a lot of people. Okay, so I, I, I was about to say her first match was versus Venus, but her name is Coco Golf, and she, um, she's 15 years old, and she's playing at Wimbledon right now. And what she has the opportunity to do is something that would probably shake up 
you know, just the, the stratosphere a little bit just because people are used to, they've kind of gotten accustomed to the Williams sisters at this point. Yeah. You know, like the, they, they've been dominant for two decades. So it, it, it's, it's not happenstance anymore. It's not a surprise. Like Serena's the GOAT. It, there's not there you know there's nothing that she can do at this point she's come back from you know uh being off for maternity leave uh you know just everything that she's been able to do so like she's, she's a superhero. yeah she's a superhero like there's yeah. like there's nothing else that she needs to do nothing's necessary at this point but for for her to inspire um for her and venus to inspire someone to 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 not think that there's a ceiling on what they can do as an American tennis player and a sport that that's definitely um, not not for us, definitely not by us at all. But no. um, yeah, man, she's uh, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I mean, you, you gotta think about it. You in their just in their playing career, in their time frame as athletes on the main stage since we've been watching them, mm-hmm. this kid has been born. She grew right. up. She saw them. Yeah. Fell in love with what they did to the point where she wanted to do it. Got good enough at it to be at the 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 premier the 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 preeminent tournament in mm-hmm. all of tennis, Wimbledon. And going up against one of her idols. This is you know yeah. you know when you, when your idols become your rivals in yeah. the flesh. It, it was yeah. grim too. That's what I was yeah. alluding to. Uh, uh, Venus uh, got out there real quick on her, and it was just like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I was just watching it. I was like, well, it's nice that you know she even, um, you know that she that she got here, and then all of a sudden, it, it got it got real dicey. And like tennis is one of those things too, where it's like football, the momentum, momentum. Like you could just feel it shift, and like there's almost nothing that you can do about it once it starts to shift yeah. because yeah. the momentum in tennis is crazy man yeah. like like there's it, there's so many different ways you can stop it in other sports right in, in tennis it's just like yo it's like it's nothing you can do <laughs> and even and even sometimes where you see cats some like oh man my, my ankle or my it's like okay yeah you can go ahead and do that but you, you're about to lose yeah so it's, it's still going to be an L. Yeah, it's going to be an L. And if and if you take too long, we about to just call the match and say, "All right, well, you're not fit to play." Yeah. So you, you know you got is like you got you can't run from it, and it's just you and the racket. Yeah. So that, that's one of the things I like about it. In one on one sports, it's, it's so crazy because you can see, like you don't you. It's hard to tell all eleven guys mm-hmm. mental. Right. On on a foot for one, you can't see them. You can't see right. their face, but. It, it's eleven people, twenty-two. If you if you talking about the other squad, it's hard right. to see where they're where they're mental at. On a basketball court, it's ten people. Yeah, you know, it's eighteen people on the on the on the baseball. Well, nine on the field in the, yeah. in, the in a batter. Right. But when in these one-on-one sports, yeah, man, it's it's nothing bottom, like bottom. that. That that the momentum shift, and it, it's nothing more evident than it's never more evident than in tennis. Yeah, it is. I would say boxing is is, is obviously more brutal. It's oh, more yeah. brutal, but but tennis again. I mean, the, the even even with that, yeah, you can have a one punch can change all the momentum. Exactly. But the the thing with that is, typically, you know, unless it unless you go all the way with it, you're going to get tired. Yeah, yeah. That, that person, you know, can clinch. They can 
you know you can't run and you know you you, you there's a lot of stalling tactics you can do for sure to try to regain some momentum but you know the round's gonna eventually end but and also in boxing i mean you know uh this is a shot at floyd but you can win without throwing punches no doubt <laughs> you can't do that in you know tennis like you can't not hit the ball. The ball. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like floyd he just gets in there and he's just like all right you're just not gonna hit me you know for you know for 36 minutes and i'm about to walk away with this yeah so, so. but uh nonetheless man coco is a star in the making uh she she's probably um if, if Kawhi leonard's number one at new balance and she she's, she's rapidly because because I don't even know who the other person was wearing New Balance, but we know now. Yeah, I think I think Gordon Hayward wears New Balance. Who? Who? Nick, they still me. Yeah. So yeah, but um, but no, yeah, Coco, we are watching. Uh, we're excited. Um, I, man, I, I hope she. Man, I I really. Again, audience, by the time you hear this, I hope that she's already won and she's approaching. You know great heights I, I wanted to win this man this would be awesome oh, that yeah yo I right girl that. magic yeah yo that was like if she if she gets to Serena and is able that's like that's like uh that's like in video games where you mm. fight the boss yeah yeah oh yeah and, and then you go through you got to go through more stages then you got to fight the, the boss again but now they're even stronger that's like <laughs> that's like going through Venus and and Serena. That's what that would be like, man. Like, man. Yeah. Nah, but shout out, shout out to Coco, man. Like, I, yeah. she she's handling it well. Like, I I, I can I remember being fifteen and dude. <laughs> Me too. And yeah, I don't even know. I don't like. I, I'm trying to think the equivalent. This is like beating you know an nba player in one-on-one i i guess would be the equivalent to it or if if like the the startup like the year on um, when when ai crossed jordan mm-hmm. if they were playing them in the playoffs and they and they won they won that series that's what that i guess that would kind of be like that if they won a first round playoff series against them mm-hmm. i guess that's the the, the yeah equivalent. that would that would be equivalent probably that I mean, that would be the equivalent to to. And, and I mean, if you ask Chuck, I mean, that's his absolute idol. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So. Ooh boy. Oh, yeah, we're excited. Got our fingers crossed, man. And um, okay. if anybody was built for it, she is. Like you, nah, can, she is. you can you can just see it in her. Um, the moment never looked too big for her, even when she got down. Like most most uh players would have folded mm-hmm. not only did she not fold she got better she got better uh she's been getting some shout outs uh she was she was extremely uh excited about the shout out that she got from Jaden smith yeah uh yeah as many 15 year old girls would be yeah nah he said you're the one and you know i think she just she she uh, posted a reaction video and it was exactly what you would want from you know she had that innocence and you know, you still could just see that, you know, she still was, you know, exactly how you would want for your 15-year-old to be. So our parents are Sports at this point in my life is so weird, man, because, like, I remember looking up to all the athletes. Mm-hmm. Now I just look at them and just be proud of them. Like, right. from, you know, being, like, uh, like 
like looking up to these dudes like oh man i want to be like them when i grow up i want to be able to do that or you know to like now like yo i i just want these kids to succeed and get as much money as possible and get this position like like from a a, literally from a father standpoint because like as as we get older and it feels like the players get younger like (laughs) zion was the first uh draft pick to be born in uh this century it's crazy man like what when you 2000 yeah man like i I was a i was a a full grown adult oh gosh what like that's that's amazing i had i had bills in my name in 2000 (laughs) like and and (laughs) like arlen hamilton uh jackie sibley's jury Dr. Eve L. Ewing and Coco Golf. We salute you guys. Tissue cares of don't nobody else care. And um, before we uh, flip the tape and go to the other side, uh, we, we got a heat check here. Filmatic, Rock Marciano, not one. Let's get into it. Let's go. Gas no more, higher gunmen. Diamonds in abundance. Just wait for the sun to hit my circumference. Minor comforts, firmer combo cufflinks. We not cut the same, I got you bugging. You're not plugged in, you out here fronting, all my clocks is flooded. How should I put it? Might have to throw a hollow bullet and ride off in the Milano with your woman. Still by the pot I'm cooking. They nodding off the product that I'm pushing. The narcotics is by the bushes. Uh, stop with the wolf and I'm a poppy cushion. The cops came looking, one in your top and turn your brain to pudding. Ask for your chain, my little partner took it. I'm politicking. I'm not a pet mom, a model citizen. Hold the mic and bottle simultaneous to watch the titanium. Niggas trying to ride in the same lane we in. Porsche came and we some ladies, man. Where so much D squared, they thought the kid may have been a Canadian. Uh, I'm a victim of what the 80s did If it wasn't for layer wear, I wouldn't have had my avias Keep 380 in my radius See, baby, that's one of my favorite grips We like Rocky and Adrian huh? See, baby, that's one of my favorite grips We like Rocky and Adrian Motherfucker, motherfucker You know what I'm saying? Uh. I'm leaving y'all with a motherfucking prayer I'm gonna need to fuck with me Thou shalt not shit Jagged look milky, don't it? Milky, don't Check the fabric of the jacket, this is silk, homie. Balenciaga Jagger's chicken roly. I'm like Goldie, go toe to toe with pretty Tony. Get your roly just when you thought the shit was rosy. Your bitch chose me. Can't keep me out the game, not even with the D Rosie. My jeans fit me like David Bowie. You can't play me, niggas must be taking peyote. Trippin'. When you flyin', niggas better checkin' like I'm trick trick. I'm on some different shit. Cutting fish, my mama's dish was a chip. I ain't have a pot to piss in there. Individuals pistol whip. Even as kids, we have potential, then it's fundamental. These little niggas never been through shit. Huh. It's fundamental. These little niggas never been through shit. Yeah, I like it. 
address me as sir, nigga, mister, senior. Tape on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, the new voice in hip hop. Respect Heat Holders. Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, the powers that be will not let us play music. So, uh, yeah, you hear our lovely voices. Uh, if you do want to hear those uh, fire tracks, check us out on uh, all the places you find podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a, a playlist for this particular episode. So, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. All right, Fanatic, we have flipped the tape. We're on side B. This is Tissue in the Tape, episode two twenty one. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the first half of the show. We are getting into the other half, and we are excited just because uh, there are some few things that we got to do maintenance wise that we have to talk about. Um, before we uh, actually get into the stereo side chat, I wanted to, of course, uh, just take this time. We often like to talk about HBCU uh, news, uh, you know, some community news, some things that you know actually relate to to us as a as a as a people, as a community. Uh, we 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 talk about oftentimes we talk about man some of the guys that have inspired us from from Sway to the Buddha Brothers uh, to. Uh, to DJ Rand, to Coca-Cola, um, Cosmic Kev, uh, you know, just you know, just a, a slew of guys that, that paved the way. Red Alert, um, Stretching Bob, Stretching Bob, uh, Tom Joyner is maybe not necessarily for our generation uh, in those in that same respect, but maybe for that generation of people that we spoke about in terms of uh, media presence. Um, social impact and you know just overall this professionalism over the course of his career he's been a pillar for that uh he has uh, recently announced he's been known for a while but um he he's announcing that uh you know he, he's kind of taking a step back uh he'll be 70 later on this year and um his show which has been at the forefront of you know the ratings race for the past 25 years is going to be handed over to on a very worthy uh, successor in Ricky Smiley. Um, these are these are guys that, uh, in you know, in our community at least, like you know, they 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 make all the fly old head events, right? Like they, they got, <laughs> you know, they got, they got the crews, they got the you know the um, the hoodies, you know, uh, with, with Steve's got that, with the, you know, oh, this is where you get the best fried chicken. This is where you can you know have the, the white party. Got to have a white party. Um, Every old head has a white party. You know, this is the cruise that we're gonna take. Blah blah blah. But um, uh, was Tom Jordan the first to do the cruise? Yo? I don't know, man. I feel he, like he he's was. the one that we know, like most prominently for it. But yeah. I, I'm not sure if he's the first, but he definitely is the dawn. Of the 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the last idea when you think oh, it's about crazy. It. It's crazy. I mean, everybody does it now. It's like one of them things. Like you know, as soon as you get to a certain level, all right, of yeah. the cruise. But like, he's the first person I, I I can say that he's the first person I remember doing it and actually like hearing like, oh, he's yeah. gonna have a cruise with just like his fans. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's ill. That's ill. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he, he's he's moving on at the end of the year. Ricky Smiley's taking over. Dope thing about this is it's somewhat of like a, a, a lineage thing. These are two uh, Tuskegee guys, uh, you know that 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 wear wear that that badge of honor on them. Oh, they nigga, it's your little nigga bleep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it, it's kind of dope. This is just seeing pass pass the torch in that way. Uh, Ricky Smiley again, in his own right. You know, in in that particular set for the old heads, you know, he's he's not quite he's 20 years younger than him. So, you know, like for as much as he's, you know, a little bit older than us, he's still, you know, young and you know with it. So yeah, he's time to join this young boy. Yeah, exactly. So again, man, uh happy to see this, happy to 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 be able to know that you know Tom has worked this long and, and now he's gonna get a chance to to maybe enjoy some of the fruits a little bit more extensively than just working. As hard as he does so salute to him salute to ricky uh you know salute to to all of the the luminaries out there that have that have made media more relatable for people like us only thing i can keep thinking about though is if time Jordan is still working and he's 70 we're gonna be like 235 oh yeah <laughs> slinging these pods <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> in these pods hey man listen uh yeah, that is that is not the plan uh yeah, we, we 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 definitely got some goals, some plans. These free agents, yo. Yeah, hey, listen, man, I'm trying to get signed, man. Um, as again, as we as we move on to uh, the next part of our show, we salute everybody out there uh, preparing because we we have some some people that are preparing for their kids to go to some of these HBCUs and some of these yeah. these colleges. So, man, salute to everybody kids you know obviously um you know we're excited for them to to get out the house man i, I guess that's what everybody is, is aiming for you know it is bittersweet because they're not there anymore you're still you know still about nine years away from it yeah yeah but uh it's, it's rapidly approaching man it is it's slow you think about it like those, these nine years have, pa- have passed pretty quickly for you the, the same same thing probably happened for the next nine yeah, that's it's, it. Is crazy how fast it feels like they've been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, uh, I guess one of the things that that we wanted to talk about uh, pretty extensively again was the fact that there's some dope music that's come out. We mentioned uh, Annoyed, Static Selector, um, Benny the Butcher. You know, but the, you plug, the plugs I met. And uh, of course, uh, Dreamville, um, Revenge of the Dreamers Part Three, yeah. uh, New West Side, West Side Gun, uh, Fly God is an awesome god. Uh, yeah, so yo, that cover is so ill, yo. Like, yeah. like they always do the, the cover art, but this this is probably one of my favorites that they've done. And then just just a, a dope, um, like just the whole the whole. Sp- movement is of Griselda you know pain on the way you know when they, when they do what they want too like for yeah. them to have whatever type of uh arrangement that they have with Shady whatever that is we, we're not sure but 
you know, West Side was just like, hey, I'm dropping. Yeah, like I like <laughs> what, I, I like the stuff that they've been doing it are street albums and yeah, outside of the shady deal. Like they have an album that's actually Griselda. It's gonna be all of them on mm-hmm. the album as a as a, almost like a group. Yeah, you know, for for shady, but that's never coming out. By the way, uh, I I definitely think it is like. Yeah, it's never coming out. It's gonna come out. We can make a small wager on this and talk about it when it doesn't come it's, out. It's, it's coming. It's never coming out. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah. that, that was my, my like, head. Like the, rock, the rock and MOP. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's never coming out. Did, did, remember when they used to always touch the headset with the one finger like oh, that? Wait, wait, hold, hold on. Hold, hold on. I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting uh, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> It, it won't be this year, for sure. If I was guessing, you're probably right on that. But if it does come this year, I'm saying fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Yeah, I can you're see that. Gonna, you're gonna, you're, you will get another Eminem album before. Wow. Wow. So on you, Paul. What you gonna do? I pause too busy. Uh, running Def Jam. But that it's gonna be a uh Is it? Oh no, it'll be a shady. So mm-hmm. that's, that's uh Aftermath Interscope. Yeah. Whoever I don't know who it's never coming. It's never coming. <laughs> it's never coming. I'm I'm getting a message. It's it's coming. Okay, all right. <laughs> No, 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 no. Shout out to Griselda and, and yeah, all of course, music. of course. This, this isn't, yeah, this isn't a disc, but it's just you know, you know, the label politics and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love the fact that they are putting out their own. Right, they're not waiting. And I, and I think they they realize. House. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh. Glass yeah. House. free, free Glass House. Um. So, all right, let's let's before we really like let's let's create a hierarchy. So, if we out of those four albums that we named. Uh, it was kind of the 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 West Side. It, that was the toughest one for me to get through. I'm gonna be honest. The other ones flowed a little bit better for me. Um, but if I had to create the the hierarchy for it, I'm putting uh, Annoyed and Static Selector at the top, and probably the the West Side is probably gonna be on the, on the anchor um, with. With uh, Dreamville being two, and then Benny being right there, kind of in the middle. See, for me, I, I'm probably I'm Benny number one because it, it was it was a it was an EP, mm-hmm. eight tracks, um, right. get in get out, but they all just bang. They just uh-huh. did hard as hell, great features. Um, yeah, let's talk about the features. Who uh, Benny had thought Jada, Jada. Pain, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, uh, some 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 guy from Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Pusha T. Yeah, um, no, that, that's that back, back right there, man. Yeah, I mean, that, like, and it wasn't even like it was like, like he only had eight songs. Why would you have all these features? They just fit. It all fit, and and they made sense. And that that speaks to like I love I love them. They're not scared of anybody. Like. We've, we've talked about this with, with numerous MCs about how other artists, they're artists that we know and love, don't want to rap against some of the dudes we mentioned. Right. Namely, Black Thought and, and, and Kiss. 
They don't want to get in the booth with them. Like, Griselda's not scared of anybody. They know what they do. They know what they bring to the table. They just want to make the best music possible. And you yeah. got to love that. They want to date. They're going to stay in their wheelhouse. They're going to they're going to bring those dudes to their world. And then they're going to let those dudes do what they do. But you're going to do it in our world. Yeah, no, I, mean? I, I agree. So, like, definitely shout out to them for not being, you know, not being scared to get on the mic with because because like we said we we've heard it from numerous MCs that said yo so and so didn't want this dude on the track or so and so didn't want this dude on the track yeah I don't care when it happened you know mm-hmm. so it's not like we've heard it firsthand from the from the actual artist so when you're talking about that but to to just to finish the point though I'm I'm going Benny number one. Then I'm going static and, and annoyed. Then I probably I really really enjoyed the Dreamville joint. And then yeah, uh, Westside I, 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 it hasn't grabbed me like some of the previous projects from West. Um, I I did enjoy it, but it's just it's just not it's not doing it the way the other ones did for me. Just being a hundred percent honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and that's really just off of uh, a couple listens. I got maybe I got to sit with it a little longer, and, and then I'll revisit it and see if I still feel the same way. But off the initial first couple listens, because I did listen, I listened to it about three times. I tricked you too, by the way. What, what you do? I left. I left the big Joker out. So, 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 uh, producer extraordinaire, Mad Lib got together with mm-hmm. uh, underground rapper extraordinaire Freddie Gibbs. Oh yeah. And uh yeah. They, wow. they, they made what might be the album of the year. That's what people are saying. Um and you're saying what? Mad Lib has has added some mystique to it. He uh, recently tweeted that uh he made all the beats on his iPad, which just had people in a, a tizzy. What rivalry. <laughs> exactly. What <laughs> rivalry. Um, had people in a tizzy just because. He didn't make it on the Galaxy. Nope. <laughs> 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 well, his, his style his style is just so unorthodox that it didn't surprise you. But I guess you're also thinking, how? You know? But um, when, you're that, when you're that genius level, yeah, I, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, it's, I mean, it's impressive. Don't get me wrong. Cause, Cause I know I can't do the shit. Right. It's impressive. And no one else can. But yeah. But when you're when you're as skilled as Mad Lib is, mm. I believe I'm not surprised that he found a way to be able to make his album, you know, on an iPad. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Um. So all right. So I tricked you. I got you. You did. So, so, I, so I'm just I'm playing the cards that was dealt to me. Nice. I like ooh bars. Um. Okay, so, so now, now, now that we've established this, I mean, is that at the top? Honestly, like you said, that's that's a candidate for album of the year. That has to be at the top of these other four albums, right? If, if, if Benny had a couple more songs, I would be throwing that right in there. Oh no, don't don't Daytona me. Although although it is an EP, it's, it's it, established it, it, as an EP. It, it's seven songs in the intro. Yeah. I mean, I, I he called it an EP. It's it's right, yeah, no, yeah. So I mean. But yeah, I still, I mean, just from, from like a production standpoint and, you know, Freddie always delivered. Come on, man. He's got, he's got Yasin on here. 
Yo, he found, he found the mighty most definitely. Yeah. Uh, Pusha T, his joint, um, people were, were bugging out when that verse hit the uh, internet. Palm that, Olive. That's, that's one of them, uh, that's one of them candidates. Uh, that's a hippie. Mm-hmm. Nominee, book it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm getting something in my. In my, in my <laughs> <laughs> book it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but uh, otherwise though, uh, he had some dope joints. Uh, one of my one of the joints that stood out was uh, Soul Right. I thought that was cool. Um, fake names like Freddie. Um, you know he his style is a little bit different. Uh, his subject matter is 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 exactly what uh you know kind of like um like that where we, where we talk about like the the currencies and the smoke dizzas and the, you know the guys that have like the cult followings but they have like all the references and stuff like that like his his references are like y'all smack the crap out of you reference <laughs> like it's the gibbs yeah man he he he's somebody that like we were just talking about griselda he would fit right in with those dudes like yeah, yeah. just from a subject matter like like it's just an extension of you know what we what we grew up on like we always talk about the the prevalence of street street rap in in like the the music that we love that's that's what I mean. That's what Gibbs gives you. I mean, he can give you any anything that you want, really. But when when he's in his wheelhouse, he's uh he's smacking the shit out of somebody on the track. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then and definitely what I, I like also is that he's always showing love to the ladies and uh, giving people a inside look on, on how he feels about relationships and you know his 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 way of of uh expressing i would i would say um his dealings with ladies is pretty funny An- another dude that's not scared to rap with anybody yeah yeah no nah, he, he definitely yeah, black thought on multiple tracks mm-hmm. yeah no nah, he, he's he's dope uh gary indiana in the house by the way so anytime we can get you know uh another state or city Shout on the map it's always mike cool. jack yeah um so yeah, so with that being the case, uh, anybody that says there's no good music out there, they just need to just go ahead and just go for a long walk. You got Benny the Butcher plugs I met. You got Annoyed and Static Selector. Yup. Got uh, Dreamville, uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Uh, uh, Fly God is an awesome god. West Side Gun. Uh, Bandana, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Uh, RJ Payne. Uh, you know he, you know he dropped Leatherface, um, Don Peace Two, man, El Capo, Vernia. I mean the list, the list goes on, man. Like there's some Styles P, Ghost of All Time. We talked, we talked about Trill Static. Um, again, you know just dope beats, dope rhymes. What more do y'all want? Shout it out. Gorilla Glue with uh, the mm. Heat Makers and yes. Joel Ortiz and Fred the Godson. Godson. <sighs> so, I mean, again, last year was probably a banner year, uh, but this this year is, is slowly stacking up. Get some gems. We, they, 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 they creeping in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I liked uh, that you mentioned was uh, some of the versatility. Uh, Dreamville had a lot of versatility on it. Um, 
T.I. made a guest appearance on Ladies, Ladies, Ladies uh, with Jid. I thought that was cool. It was kind of like a um, uh, old school, new school Atlanta feel to it. Yeah, it kind of it kind of was like uh, you know um, the the Too Short John um, Freaky Tales. Yeah, and then Jay's Girls, 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 kind of like a a meshing of those, like mm-hmm. how they how they freaked it. But I love I love that that dynamic between JID and uh TIP. Mm. Um and and we talked about this. I, I remember I hit you when I heard it and I was like, yo, when TI getting his bag, when he just mm. talking that talk, there's there's few people better at talking that talk. I mean, I I don't it's one, one of the greatest communicators in hip hop. Yeah, yo, indubitably, yo, <laughs> in, in and outside of the booth, like yeah, man, with, with the, the non-regional diction is popular. Yeah. I mean, he, he giving you uh big words and he know what they mean. You gotta love that. Yeah, and um, but no, like seriously, just a supremely skilled MC. Like, like I, I love, I love to hear that dude like really just spit in his bag. Yeah, yeah, man, and it's. It's it was dope to see him and JID that dynamic like like that's a kid too that's he he could be like he could he's he's special I think mm-hmm. he he has the potential to be like the next in that in you know when you, every couple of years you got a group of MCs mm-hmm. you know when we talking about the Kendrick Coles and Drakes mm-hmm. I think he has the potential to be that in that next group whatever that's going to be um. Also wanted to give uh, props to uh, DJ Active. Uh, he's got a joint. Um, one of the one of the standouts on there is someone that we've uh, applauded on this show numerous times. Chill Moody. Uh, he's got a joint on there called Break Rules. Uh, Chill Moody and Del P, uh, friend of the show, uh, Tishman the Tape alumni. Uh, yeah, DJ Active. So um, he he's got some some gems on his joint too. He he's got uh, the illustrious uh, Marsha Ambrosius on there. He's got oh. Common. He's got PD. He so, got he. It's like a Philly All Star uh, mm-hmm. with with a few uh, special invited guests from, yeah. from you know. But yeah, man, uh, live. Yeah, yeah, no. Pretty pretty cool. Uh, the tour um, is it in? I guess you know. Um, again, just with the with the way that the the and that the, is available on all uh, platforms. Yes, I was just about to say just the way that the, everything's structured now. You do see it. There's a lot more projects coming out. People have the ability to um, if they're able to lock in and get you know tie these 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 artists down they're able to really put put in some some groundbreaking work yeah man um as we head towards uh the next portion of the show again we just wanted to uh talk about these albums uh let people know that we are listening that we are taking in all of these uh projects and dissecting them and you know figuring out what needs to be heard again uh heat holder radio 4 is available uh, you can check not us out. One, not two, <laughs> not three. <laughs> uh, check us out on mixcloud.com. Uh, search for tissue in the tape. See that there. Uh, again, for this particular episode here, we will be uh, having 
you know, playlist just for some of the, the tracks and some of the standout things that we've talked about um, that inspired this. You know, like the soundtrack inspired by, or the soundtrack inspired by the motion picture. Yeah. That's pretty much what we're going to be doing with this, uh, with the playlist. Uh, Filmatic, we, um, we are at a point now where uh, we've spoken to a lot of people that we wanted to talk to, but our list is, is still growing every day. Every day. <laughs> every day, man, because, I mean, a lot of dope artists out there, man. You know? Right. I think that's the part where that's what I'm getting at. Like, for as, for as much as the, you know, the music is coming out, I think still some of the stories and some of the uh, conversations, they're being had by some of the the bigger names but again like we've had so many people come out with stuff that that didn't you know necessarily unsung right yeah man shout out to my god cormega man who uh definitely needs to be on this podcast i don't i don't think anybody's ever really talked to uh cormega the way that they should man underrated artists um i'm i know he has a plethora of stories <laughs> Ooh, yeah definitely um, avid knicks fan uh Ooh. so we love to talk about that um no what's crazy I, I can't hear his name without thinking about one love what up we'll call megan did you see him are y'all together if so hold the fourth down represent to the fullest say what's up to herb ice and bullet left a half a hundred in your commissary you was my nigga when push came to shove one what, what? Yeah. um yeah, man. Uh, Columbia, don't 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 uh, shut down the episode. Oh yeah, we, we did an issue on Sony. Okay, good. Yeah. That was that was right on time. Thank you. We normally do it. Yeah, man. So there you go. Yeah, they mean uh, Universal. Universal, man. boy. Yeah. Um. But I'm not on. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot of artists out there. Though. Like we just mentioned, we mentioned Static earlier, uh, somebody mm. annoyed Nick Grant. All of these, like, you know, I, I've I've said that that we're the best hip hop podcast, and you know, and I and I say that, and it's not tongue in cheek; it's the truth. And um, I say that because we we not only do we talk about the the events, but we we try to talk to um established artists we try to talk to legends but we also try to talk to new artists people that you may not have heard of or on to come up i mean like when we talked to rhapsody rhapsody was if you were it was one of those things if you know you know now pretty much if you know music you should know who she is you know pain is somebody like you know you had to really be into like battle rap or just underground hip-hop to really now he's starting to to be that guy you know he's he's down with Griselda and they're making moves and he's making even more moves so I mean we we try to not only get these legends that we that we love and respect and and you know cherish their music like a Razzcast or OC but we try to get somebody like Adele P or a King Champs you know you know that represents you know a city we care about and also just on the come up on the in their craft so when you when we talk about being a home of the mc and doing this for real for real that's what we're talking about so we encourage if you are an artist i mean you know come holler at us 
you know, let's 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 sit down by the fireside and uh and chat. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, appreciate you saying that, man. And um, one of the things that I wanted to just talk about is real quick before we move on, since we are talking about these albums and the artists, um, and is is the rankings? Uh, I mean, does it need to be repositioned? Does J Cole need to be placed on a, mm. on a on a different on a different plane right now, or what? Like he he's uh he's making some strides, though. Like like uh, let me say this. From a skill standpoint, I think his skill set has obviously gotten better. But I think the part that sticks out the most now is the confidence. Like he sounds like he feels like he's the best rapper. Once he like he's like he sounds like he's just like yo, I'm better than all of you. Like I'm better than literally everybody. It's and if you, if you listen to Revenge of the Dreamers, he's he's telling people like, oh, okay, that's all. Like yo, that, that's what's I, I, I want all the smoke. Like yeah. so, whoever. Whoever, whenever, I, I feel like he, I feel like that was directed at me because I, I gave him a lot of grief oh, I did on, a, on a lot of these episodes. Yeah, but this, I say all of those things because he wasn't like this though. Like yeah, that's like, that's my point. He like was kinda, he was kind of in limbo. I, I think, I think the way that we listen to music, we hear potential. We yeah, hear, yeah, course, yeah. we hear like what what these artists could be. We hear what they what they should be. Where we hear them when they get to their peak. Like if you hear him on um, on the on the uh, reflection eternal journey, we've only just begun. Mm -hmm. um, with with uh, J Electronica in there, like that dude on that song wasn't the dude on some of these album cuts and mm -hmm. in, in these uh, singles that that the Rock had him putting out. Um, I was like, where the fuck is that dude at? Mm -hmm. That dude is here now, and even and even more because he's he's learned over the past several years. You know, he's gotten better. The delivery, the cadence, but like you mentioned, the confidence. Confidence, man. And you can you can you can hear confidence in hip hop more than any other genre of music okay. because it's so much about bravado. It's so much about you know making you believe what I'm saying is true. Yeah. Like like. Lost ninety two bricks had to fall back. Yeah, like like people like, was like, yo, this dude lost ninety two bricks. Yo, how? <laughs> how did you recover, Jack? Like, like, like that A one credit got more crack. <laughs> yeah, like just just like anything he said at that point, you're just like, wow, I lost another thirty. <laughs> like, like who loses thirty million? Yeah, yeah, and it's, and it's good with it. But yeah. Like, just, it really is a confidence thing. Yeah, like 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 Jay just was at a point like I could tell these dudes anything and they they rolling. Like, but it, it happens earlier too. To your point, like yeah. when you listen to um, overly dedicated. Um, you're like, oh okay, like dude can rap, like yo, yeah, Kendrick Lamar EP. Like know, yeah, you're like okay, yeah, dude can rap, but like section eighty, it was like, oh. By the time he got the high power, yeah, it was. And then like, all this dude is, yeah. So it happened earlier. Martin had a dream. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you couldn't tell him nothing, though. Right, yeah. So it, it just happened. Yeah. It happens a little bit earlier. Like he obviously knew Cole was nice, Cole, Cole, yeah. Cole but it was like okay, like he's yeah. still trying to find his way. And yeah. I'm telling you, what, whatever, whatever him and because you know he's a Niners fan, whatever him and Colin sipped that night, <laughs> like yeah. Friday. Yo, they they both 
came into their own like at the same time, which is yeah, crazy. Their own men, you know, like yeah. like yeah, it just I don't know. It like it's certain it's certain point. It's like that that point. It's like the the moment with the, when the line is drawn in the sand. Like to me, it's like when Drake when he started with uh when he did uh. Uh, say what's real when he rapped over the yay beat. Yeah, like I was like, yo, he's like when you when you change from um standing in to, to uh fitting in to sticking out. Yeah, like like that 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 dude he became a different person after that. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, yo, it took off from there. Then then you know, I mean, listen that 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 BlackBerry with the side scroll. Yeah. That but that line though. Yeah, if like, you find it, sell it, sell that motherfucker to any rapper I know. I know. You know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm getting better still. Like, I mean, like, like, like he was letting you know right there, yo. Like, I'm about to be that guy. Like, y- y'all, y'all think I'm cool now? I'm gonna be that guy. I'm telling you. Yeah. Nah, nah, it's it's was- just it's just a different. It's just a different it's to hear it though because yeah. a lot of times when we get when when you know an artist kind of gets to you maybe they have a little bit more polish to them now and they they put in so many hours so it, it's refreshing to see like kind of yeah like, like you literally like jim, like jim jones like fat joe like yeah. you've seen these guys get better over the course of like 20 both, years one of the great examples is both of those dudes are better than when they started and it's, yeah. it usually doesn't you're usually not 20 years in making the best album you ever made. Yeah. Like, there's very few people that can say, you know, I've been doing this for a decade or plus. Like, every time you hear a gym now, it's like, oh, man, this nigga. <laughs> yeah. Like, sheesh. Like, before, like, he was, like, a dude that had that. He was given the opportunity to rap, so he did. Mm-hmm. Now. I always, was, I always like to use the game spitting analogy. He was game spit, you know. Yeah. Like that, that, that used to be the thing where, like, you would get a pass because you'd be like, "Oh, you no, know, I'm not a rapper. I'm a game spitter." So you know, you, you can't judge me on that same scale. Yeah. So you would be foolish to it. Now he's like, "Nah, you can you can probably judge me just about as as evenly with anybody now, just because this is what I do." I, it's getting to that point, man, where where you might have to you might have to say it. Like I know a lot of people going gonna feel like oh yeah yeah no no cam slander man no cam slander. Hey man, he 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 might be the best out of the dips, man. No cam, no cam slander. If, if he's not the best skill wise, he's the best production wise in terms of the the quality of the quality work. is yeah his work yeah. Yeah, uh, Mr. Giles hasn't come out with a quality project in a long time. The last two Jim albums are are like some of the best work out of that entire camp. Period. Yeah, yeah. like if you were to make a you know a like a ranking, like yeah. those rank very high. It's probably come home with me. Might be might be one, but then again, I don't know. I don't know. I had to. Go- <laughs> yeah. You would definitely have to come up with some grading, yeah. You know, and, and kind of look at a lot yeah, of. I would, I, would have to, I would have to like listen because because production wise, yeah, like the, the, the heat makers is arsonists. They, they 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 are. The arsonists is somewhere else with it right now. That's that, that's a that's another dude that I would like to speak to, man. Yeah. Um, our 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 cousin the arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> 
respect he holders now he, he's, yeah, he's he's made he's made a whole makers uh, a whole sub genre almost off of his sound you know to another brick please <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes sir uh as we head towards the uh the remaining portion of the tissue entertainment podcast this episode once again uh we want to give a shout out to uh italiantwine.com uh indefinitely of course uh we we got to re-up with the burtons man it's long overdue it's, overdue. it's, it's, it's been a minute man so many new restaurants so on appetite so many delicacies you gotta do that cross uh oh show yo yo they um Love and Honey Fried Chicken, man. They were rated one of the best uh, places, best chicken spots in the country, man. I mean, Rory and I met there, and um, I'm hating. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm hating. It was a moment, man. We we definitely we didn't have a lot of time. Like we both had like limited time, but we we kind of just got a few things off the menu, and yeah, it was. It's everything that that uh, that you would think about from a five star fried chicken place. Yeah, it, it 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 popped. It was a it was a bunch of places, and a couple of them I've ate at. Mm-hmm. Like just the way that it even looked in the picture, I was oh, like, dope. "Yeah, yeah, it's dope." This is amazing, yo, man. Yeah. So shout out to them, man, for being one of the best places in the world. Philadelphia wins again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and shout to John Appetit for. I mean, they they're giving people a, a lot of game on their show. Man, they they showing everybody the loaf. <laughs> you want to know where to eat? Yo. Yo, Zahav is on the list, man. Like, I'm, 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 I put my reservation in now, man. I'm getting my hummus on. Oh, uh, shout out to them, man. Um, yo, man, and in it, like, like it's palpable in, in, like, when you hear them, you hear, like, they are, like, just genuinely like great people, man. Like, yeah, now they, they came and broke bread here with us, and we had a. We had a good time, man. So um we might have to take this show on the road, man. The yeah, what it take might have to might have to do road show. Yeah. Say less. Yeah, we, we might have to uh, uh get Roy and, and fat fat boy the lights. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I yeah. might have to I might have to uh I might have to get back on the narcotic, man. Like <laughs> um but yo man, this is this is this is the uh the, this is actually the free agent show, man. Because uh, as as it is right now, we are free agents. I don't know how much longer that's going to last. Yeah, but we are. Talk to um, him. Yo, we would we would we, this whole NBA thing that had had us thinking about, yo, what the best free agents mm-hmm. in uh, hip hop, like like the best dudes that have ever like the best free agent pickups by different labels and different crews, and um. Oh, uh, we came up with a couple. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, the the first person I automatically think thought of like right off the top was uh Snoop Dogg. Mine too. First, when you first mentioned it, I was like, well, it was it was such- about, what was the biggest free agent? He probably was the biggest one, right? And you would think until because, because there's stipulations to it, right? Because people could be like, well, what about Jay and Priority Duchin? I'm like. Yeah, but with Snoop, I mean, he literally was the, the flagship artist. He could wide his way out of death row yeah. onto no limit. Like he was still under contract, mm-hmm. and he basically forced their hand. And then you know, they they created. I mean, say what you will. 
you know, he made a couple albums for No Limit that that were highly successful. Mm-hmm. Last meal, yeah. Or what a lot of people don't even realize, uh, one of the most famous down south songs is is "Fuck the Mother Niggas." Yeah, that, that's technically that is Snoop Dogg's song. That's his song. Yeah. I, I mean, "See Murder," you know, might be had the most famous lines or you know parts on that song, but that is actually a Snoop Dogg song. You know, I believe. Uh, and I would have to do some fact. I believe Bitch Please was also on one of those No Limit albums. It was. Yeah, so, I mean, he's had some classic material as as the uh, No Limit, you know, free agent signing, you know. And that was the first one that stuck out to me. Another another one. <laughs> no Limit Top Dog was the, was the joint. Yeah, and then it, it, he had the other, the game is to be sold and not told. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember buying them joints and they had the, the uh, magic motion pen and pixel cover. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, no, uh, who, EPMD was another one that, that stood out to me. Going from Sleeping Bag Records to, to Def Jam. Yo, it's sad because when you listen to E-Double talk about, I watched the, the Breakfast Club interview and you hear him talk about like what they actually signed for. Did they get like six hundred dollars or something? Yeah, like it was something. Fifty. Yo, it's crazy. Yeah, he put his mom groceries. Yeah, <laughs> man. The, they they made a masterpiece. Yeah. Like, an un, undeniable, unquestionable masterpiece. But it sounded like too though, for as much as he like didn't get his his just due and just definitely didn't get paid right. I think karmically i think he was okay with it just because he did he didn't get sued nearly as much as he should have for uh <laughs> that, that, that's a great point I think he was like yo yeah, yeah yo yeah, yo because it, it would it probably he's thinking like yo if we did things the right way and things were murdered on this yeah, he'd still he'd still be paying for a lot of those like the the samples on on strictly business, I mean, from Bob Marley to Oh man. I mean every song was, was sampled like he was like, like yeah. Track. Yeah, he's like we had multiple 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 samples. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I think that part is just like, yeah, you know from a karma standpoint, I think we probably yeah, they, they dodged the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you own the publishing to this thing? Yeah. Oh. Sure. I, yeah, a, you know, no pun intended, but like a higher profile, I guess, like probably would have put the heat on them a little bit more too. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, bars. Uh, yo, I wonder if that's why they went out of bit. If there's, that's why they had to let them go to Def Jam to pay those bills. Hey, man. If they told me that, I wouldn't even question it. That's that's when when we finally get E double on here. I'll, that's that's a question. I don't know. If, I don't know if we've ever got the answer to that. I don't know either. Because there there is like this that that gray area where it was just like yeah we was on this messed up deal and then yeah and then rush. I was like okay. But I'm sure I'm sure there's you know there's just a little bit more to that 
you know. But I, I mean, again, from a free agent standpoint, I'm gonna bring up one as well. Um, you know, they actually made the free agent uh, mixtape uh, that was, you know, regarding that was, you know, none other than uh, having P, you know, Mob Deep. Infamous, one of my favorite Mob Deep songs uh, appeared on the. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, I know where you're going. Yeah. And uh, that's, I can actually, I might even be able to play that. You might be able to play it, Filmatic. Uh, but um, yeah, no, that that that's that was a great time. They went from uh, from loud to what it I guess turned into Sony, and then they got signed by uh, uh, G Unit. Yes. Yep. Uh, 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 so yeah, uh, um, it was on Land Speed, which you know at the time they were you know doing some street albums and whatnot. Yeah. Uh. Cool Kid had some involvement in it. He did uh, some of the mixes towards the end of it. Um, but yeah, it was it was dope just to just see this because, uh, like you said, like the illest, like yeah, that's it's classic mob. Yeah, and and I and I, I think I might be safe to play it because I don't even think it's on any streaming services. So yeah, which means a label doesn't have they they mitts on it because <laughs> they, they be that's getting all the hands. <laughs> Filthy animals. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, I, I was trying to think of, uh, I don't know how we forgot this guy, mm-hmm. who's probably, but if if you really want to bust it down, the number one free agent signing of all time. Talk to him. Uh, the uh, Tupac Amaru Shakur. Yeah. Uh, fresh out on bail. That was one of the the cool things about uh the defiant ones when Jimmy was talking about Tupac and him being on Interscope and them realizing that they had the, um, Suge reali- realizing he had the ability to um, to help his situation, I guess. He had like the $1.4 million bail or whatever. And um, I guess his situation is unique just because he still was kind of under that umbrella of Interscope, but he was more so by himself, you know, like he he had the thug life thing that he was doing, but he never was a part of something that was bigger than him. It, like, yeah, like Digital Underground. Yes. But I'm saying like he as a, as a solo artist. But once yeah. it became Tupac, it right. was it yeah. was it was uh, one man, even though he had like like you said, he had, you know, thug life and he had, you know, that situation going on. It was Tupac. Yeah, it was pop. So, you know, he finally became a, a part of something that was bigger than him with Death Row, and um, you know, just for that eighteen, it was really only eighteen months. Yeah, it was like when, when, like when, kind of in in a not really, but in a sense, like when Drake became a part of Young Money. Drake was already Drake, but becoming like Young Money and then doing that thing, like Tupac going to Death Row, and and when you think about the fact that it was only a year and a half so much came out of that year and a half mm-hmm. like that that is still uh relevant right now yeah like those those songs are still getting sampled right now still quotables they yeah. they've affected how artists sound right now yeah like, like in from those 18 months from those albums that were made like like he made so much music in that time period of signing with death row of 
uh, Machiavelli, which I personally think is the best album of the Death Row era. Um, like yeah. that. I mean, you know, we always talk about to live and die in LA, and that's like probably. I know it's my favorite Tupac song. I know it's high up there for you too. Uh, uh, shout, shout out to my homie Rome. Uh, he was he's been here the past couple of weeks, so I've had a chance to chop it up with him. Uh, that's DJ Jerome Baker the third out of DC. Um, he he and I had a little bit of a debate because he thinks that's so easy. It's so easy, or it's easy. The uh, off of um, uh, me against the world is the best pop track. It ain't easy being me. Will I see the penitentiary or will I stay free? He thinks that he's he, like, and we, I was like, I, I like, I like me against the world. I think that's probably the best Tupac album. Yes, it is. In the end. But to me, the best song when there are so many tears. Yes. Like so, that's. Yeah. That's, that's a, iconic. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, and this is the same album with Dear Mama and. Uh-huh. Yeah. But so many tears to me is is it might be the best Tupac song. My favorite is Living Die in LA, but that yeah. might be the best Tupac song. Yeah. So I'm with you. Um so man, shout to Pac. Obviously uh Curtis Jackson has to be mentioned too. No no doubt. I mean cuz there was definitely a bidding war in Sony, you know, definitely after at the uh 50 got hit up, you know, they they want no parts and and shout out to M. He recognized something that you know. Man, when you think back to that era, um, like Fifty Cent is the future. Yeah, those mixtapes. Like, like, talk about name ringing in the streets without the internet and all that though. Like, without like what social media is now. Like, dude yeah. had that type of buzz. That I made a small mint. <laughs> shout out, yeah. to, shout out to Fifty. Uh, yeah. Like those, yeah. The Fifty Cent is the future mixtape. Yeah, yeah. And, and just those G unit, those early G unit mixtapes when they yeah. were over everybody's beats. Yeah, and doing the remixes, making the G uh, mixes, the uh, the G unit remixes to everybody's songs. Yo, that that era of the G unit is, is special, man. Like now, he, he created his own like like uh, formula. Yeah, people, you know, like the street albums. The yeah, he changed mixtapes forever. Yeah, like like, like mixtapes used to be Clue. Yeah, you know, and Greg Street, and you know, all the thing, you know, obviously SNS. And yeah, the ones we grew up listening to. Artist driven. Like, yeah, that, now he like the term mixtape doesn't mean what it meant to us anymore. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, it means like this is a street album or this is basically, you know, yeah, album using other people beats. Yeah. That I can't get cleared. <laughs> I can't get cleared. Exactly. So um, yeah, no, yeah, he definitely as far as from a free agent standpoint. Yeah. And 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 definitely uh I wanna wanna shout out Cam too, because he's another one that that mm-hmm. uh Sony wants to get get out your deal. <laughs> <laughs> um just just the way that he 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 jumped from Sony to, to uh to Rockefeller slash Def Jam and uh brought the dips with him and made an impact right away maybe uh led to the demise of rockefeller but and then and then also too to add on to that uh he made it so that because like normally if you weren't a part of like a sony like you said or a def jam or 
whatever, like you weren't considered to be on top of your business, but he made it cool to be independent from an East Coast standpoint, at least. Like we know, obviously, some of the, you know, the other people from, you know, Cali and you know, down south, like independent. But like he made it cool to be like, oh no, I'm with Koch. But just, just know if Koch gets a dollar, I'm getting two. Yeah, and doing doing the diplomat um, mixtapes. Yeah, you know, you know, Koch and E1 and whatnot. So it wasn't a bad thing for you not to be on a, you know, premier label, so to speak, because those deals that, that you know that they were getting were, were legendary, unheard of. Yeah. So from a free agent standpoint, he definitely revolutionized it too. Yeah, man. And then without without those mixtapes, we might have never got the Koofy Smacker, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, he said that uh, him, him and Jim would have made a million dollars off of uh, Koofy Smacking if they never got on a rap with others. <laughs> that was great. Oh man, they wanted all the smoke too. Those, those, those are some, yo, like just the 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 iconic one of the more iconic crews in all the hip hop, man. The Diplomat slap yeah. set. Amazing. Yeah, their movement, and this was, and again, you know, this was pre-social media, really pre-internet, mm-hmm. like in terms of music being prevalent on the internet. And these dudes, their movements were so impactful. Like they, those are one of the the crews that, like, the generations under us, they look and be like, "Yo, this was." Mm-hmm. Like, I asked one of my young boys now, you know, diplomats is, you know, everything to them. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's when they when they fell in love with hip hop, you know, diplomatic community was one of the albums that did it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I was listening to that the other day. So um Yo, they could never get so much so much of the stuff they were saying on that album, they could never get off now. <laughs> Yo, uh Purple Haze before um before it ends, he like throughout the album he's got the guy Nizzle on there. Yeah, like dude or whatever. And um, at the end of Get 'Em Girls, and uh, it's like right at the end of the album. So Get 'Em Girls uh, goes into the skit, and the skit goes into Dipset Forever. But um, the dude Mizzle is like, um, he's like, yeah, uh, you know, Cam, you know, I, I, I know the prices. And he's like, you know, I, I don't know the prices because I, you know, I'm on that stuff anymore. Like that, they, you know, I can't do that. If Cam found out, he would bust my shit. No homo. Like, <laughs> and I hadn't heard it. I hadn't heard. I hadn't listened to the album all the way through in a long time. Yo, I was dying, yo, because I hadn't heard anybody say you know like like now like you gotta say pause or like you can't really even say no homo. Anymore. No, yeah, no so, I, I haven't. I haven't heard no homo in a minute, man. Yeah, dude. like yo, when he said when he said that, yo, I started crying because I, I was like, I forgot he said that. He's like, yo, he can't with bust my shit. No homo. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's crazy now like when you hear it it's almost like it was it was normal yeah. it was so crazy now now it's just like yeah know, he, he, he he didn't say what i think he did did he yeah yeah, like, yeah. sensitive times man yo that, that was like that was a great yeah but like the whole all the all the taliban shit yeah oh man yeah like, like we, when we always talk about the, on bt rapping on the freestyle mm. Like uh, over the my block beat it is yeah. slash world famous. Yeah. Um. Yeah, one of the, one of the best rap city moments ever. Easily. But yeah, yo, that's yo crazy, man. 
Chris Thompson. Do we have any other free agents? Um, that, I mean that that of that of that because obviously we, we mentioned you know MOP earlier. They get props. Yeah. Um, MOP props. was definitely one. They they not once but twice. You know, going, twice. From, going from rel- well, really three times going from relativity to loud loud to Rockefeller Rockefeller yeah. G unit. Yeah, you know, so they 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 definitely uh got around. They did. Um. I, could, could, could we? Could you consider Eminem? Um, I'm I'm gonna say yes and no at the same time. Um, I think he was trying to get on like the ones that we've mentioned. I feel like because I feel like he's had a a 20 year relationship with his label. Yeah, like they were already on it. I know. He, I know he did independent stuff. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. So I, but I, I'm saying like he got signed and then he that was it. Like, yeah, yeah. He had like the uh, the Reggie Miller like career. Yeah, and then I guess like the <laughs> most, <laughs> the most recent ones would probably be Griselda. Yeah, yeah. No, them, them signing comes come back comes back full. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's coming. Yeah, it's not it's not happening. But um, um, yeah, from a from a from a standpoint of. Yes, they've been putting out material and whatnot, and and then now they they may be joining the machine. But I, I think there's a lot of obstacles with that. He's just he's not nearly as hands on. Like I guess uh uh what's my man's name that just came out uh Boogie. He was he was a um, he was a shady artist. Oh uh yeah Boogie West Coast dude. Uh, okay. He was on Royce's album. That's right. You're right. Yeah. So I mean, he. I mean, like, and then when you just think about aftermath releases, like they they're few and far between. What it? I mean, other than M, what was the last aftermath release? Was it Boogie? I guess. I mean, I, I if you're counting TDE or were you counting Kendrick? I should say. Um. Oh, and then Anderson Pop is still kind of under there too. Is it? Yeah. I think their their logo is somewhere on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The last here here are the last ten uh, aftermath releases. Before I self destruct, recovery, good kid, Mad City, Marshall Mathers LP two, uh, Pimp a Butterfly, Compton, Untitled, Unmastered, Damn, Revival, Black Panther. So yeah, so like they're they're counting all Kendrick stuff. So Kendrick albums are on Aftermath, but the other TD albums, TDE albums are not. They are not. That's right. Interesting. Um, Kamikaze, Oxnard, and uh, Ventura. So so they use Kendrick to basically get the deal mm-hmm. to keep the other artists. Like how I guess like how DMX is on Def Jam, but all the other Rough Riders were on. Right. All right, I, I'm rolling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just from a uh, from a logistical standpoint, it's very interesting just to see how all this breaks down. But um, all in all, I think where we are with it with the independent guys like the Gibbs, uh, Blue and Exile. Yeah. You know, like all. Torre. Yeah, they you know they don't have any um you know real you know sky zoo for that matter really they, they don't have that uh ah i just thought about one rhapsody free agent yeah signing signing to uh rock nation yeah 
Yeah. Well, really, like, kind of, I guess, like, the whole label kind of. Yeah, stuff. yeah, Jamla. Yeah. It's like a team of free agents. Yeah, it really is. Um, but yeah, man, salute to, to all of them. Before we get out of here, man, we wanted to uh, to play one more heat check, and then we got one more segment to go. Uh, check this out. This is uh, Joel Ortiz and Big Crit. Learn you. I know that I missed out on them. Sorry that I'm never here I tried to get everything you wanted I hope you know I really care To learn you now 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 Let me learn, let me learn you now I know that I missed out on This one is for y'all, man. I hope you know I really care. My children to learn you now. To learn you now. Word. To learn you now. To learn you now. I apologize. To learn you now. I apologize. Let me learn, let me learn you now. Had to chase this dream. I was on my grind. Working on my craft. Took up all my time. I gotta beware. I'm near the drop of a dime But through all my travels Y'all stayed on my mind My two little boys Two pieces of me My two looks in the mirror My two reasons to be Sorry I didn't go Them places I needed to be Trips that I missed with your school Games I ain't root for your team Feels like yesterday I would wake up to your screams Y'all was crying for bottles When did y'all turn into teens? Trying to grow mustaches Peach fuzz look clean Your voices got deeper Make sure you say what you mean Happy I don't say y'all hate me For all the time I was away What good was the toys If I never stayed there to play I'm asking you both for forgiveness Can we start over today? I don't have to answer that now I just wanted to say I know that I missed out on Y'all pictures on a bus after shows It was rough on the road Must have been tough at home Even on the west I'm moving But that bus driver know Find me that western union I'd send your mother some dough I'd try to find time Whenever I was alone To try to get y'all on the phone Just to see what's going on Y'all ain't little boys no more Look at how much you have grown My youngest one taller than me My oldest my skinnier clone that I missed out on you Fathers me down to my soul My lifestyle was out of control Replace time with the money Trade that I tried to barter So your daddy would pop up But I ain't show up as your father Praying y'all let me change that I have so much to offer Life will come at you at God's speed 
please use my ears as the altar I'm asking you both for forgiveness Can we start over today? Y'all don't have to answer that now I just wanted to say I know that I'm Mr. Long I know, I know Sorry that I'm never here I'm sorry, y'all I try to get everything you want I love y'all, man I hope you know I really care Let's do it from here. Start now. You know? To love you now. What's good fam? This is Maggie Tra from Stimulate Your Soul. You're listening to my people's Phil and Vad on the awesome, awesome Tissue in the Tape podcast where everything, and I mean everything, is hip-hop. Peace. So once again, that was Joel Ortiz and Big Crit. Uh, learn you. Uh, Big Crit should be dropping soon. Like, Yeah. Like this, like by the time you hear this, by the time you hear this, should be a new, new big crit or pretty close on the way. Yeah, yeah, on the way. Uh, Joel has an album coming out in August. I think it's called Monday. Uh, we'll see what what's rocking with that. Uh, looking forward to that. But yeah, man, it, it's good to see. Um, you know, obviously Crook has been pretty active. You know, he's been putting out his freestyles every week. Royce. Gave us a, a, a banner year in, in 2018 with all the material he put out from uh, Bar Exam 4, kind of uh, seeping into 2018 with uh, Prime 2 and uh, Book of Ryan. So, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, he still had a couple singles actually this year too. Come out. Yeah. So, they, they're busy, man. Slaughterhouse is busy. Man, they're always going to be Slaughterhouse to me. Uh, always. That's still, yeah, that's still, that's still like, those four dudes are they are the best actual group of MCs ever assembled. Like I you I guess we can officially call them a group because they, they dropped albums as Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean there there's never been a group with better like yeah, like with a, with that level of talent, like MC wise. Mm-hmm. I mean Battle Brothers was amazing, but it was only two of them. Right. You know, you know, I mean, you could you could pick, you know, dudes out of the woo, but it's so many of them that it it, it brings down the the you know the, the level. So if you took the best if you took the best four dudes in the woo, or Slaughterhouse house lyrically, yeah, I'm still rolling with Slaughterhouse. and that's and, and you know I mean you know how we feel about the woo, so that's of not, course, yeah, it's no slight. It's just like when we're talking about like just. The, the pen game being insane yeah and just the amount of work that these dudes put out like joe joe is retired but when joe was working yeah well, joe was working yeah, yeah, yeah. you know crook we you just ran down everything that they doing you know the other the other the other 75 cent <laughs> the the other the other three quarters are just rolling like Joel dropped the album earlier this year with uh, Fred the Godson and the Heatmakers. He's right back at it. You know right I mean? back at it. 
And he's doing it this one with Salam Remy this time? I think so. I think so, yeah. So yeah, man, a lot of good music on the way. Uh, as we head towards the end of the show, just wanted to, of course, tell you what to look out for. Uh, Phil, you actually mentioned uh, Wu-Tang. Uh, they have their docu-series, uh, their biopic docu-series, I guess you could say. Uh, that's coming out on Hulu later on this year, early September. Crazy. I think like September 4th. I'm all in. Like, I, I'm so, I watched the trailer a couple times. It was ready, man. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's definitely going to be something. Yo, Old Dirty Son. Yo, like, it's it's uncanny. Like, like just like the movements. Like, anybody that saw Old Dirty in that time frame. Yeah. And they see his son. Yeah, I know. It's eerie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, we're uh looking forward to that. That's gonna be uh you know coming on the heels of of Mike's and Men, uh, the, the Sasha Jenkins uh series that that was out on Showtime. That was just you know Showtime rolling, man. Showtime got it going on. It's City on the Hill. Mm-hmm. I mean, you already know what Billions is going for and Shane Monday. Black Monday was fire. Great Donovan. It, it, it's a lot of work. Uh, they got the new joint about uh, my man from uh, Fox. Yeah. Roger. Uh, the, the loudest voice, I think it's called. Yep. Um, <laughs> Cartoon president. You know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, salute to them. Uh, uh, and of course, the shy. Oh, that's there. That's season two. I- not to be outdone um it's gonna be interesting uh just just finished that uh about two weeks ago finished the uh season two of the shot mm. um with everything going on with that it's gonna be interesting to see how they come back on season three yes sir um, uh, speaking of uh lena waith actually uh has has been promoting and um Letting us know that she has a new project that's out, Queen and Slim. It was written by her. Uh, she's directing it, uh, executive producing. Written, you know. produced, directed, and mixed. Yeah, you know, she, she's got, uh, should be coming out in the theaters soon. When is, when is the release date for this? It's like a Bonnie and Clyde type of, type of feel to it. Um, you know, she mentioned um, Thelma and Louise. Ah, it's coming out Thanksgiving, November 27th. Uh, Queen and Slim. Uh, my man, uh, Daniel Kalua from uh, Black Panther and Get Out. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, this will, this will definitely be. When I first heard the title, I automatically thought about, you. did you ever see, you saw Smoking Aces, right? Yeah. I automatically thought about uh, Alicia Keys and uh, Taraji's characters in, mm-hmm. in that movie. That's what I um, immediately, that's the first thing that popped in my head when I heard the title. Mm-hmm. I know it's not about them, but that's that's yeah. what I imagined in my mind. Also, uh, Jody Smith-Turner, someone that we may be talking about soon. Uh, she, she's a new actress, but she's, uh, she's in here and, and just judging by the, the trailer force to be reckoned with man so man salute to to lena always uh coming out with dope material and uh shout out to uh stranger things man because uh yeah. it's it's still one of the best shows though 
extremely well written, well produced. Like they really, really did their thing. Season three just came out, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, man. Uh, one last thing before we go, Filmatic. Uh, in this segment here, uh, HBO just released the trailer for uh, Robin Thede's, uh, uh Black Lady Sketch Show. <laughs> the trailer is pretty funny, but um, it's gonna have everybody from uh, Angela Bassett, David Allen Greer. Um, it's just really gonna be. Yeah, she's a brilliant writer and a in a uh, comedian. Like a uh, big fan of Robin Thede. Um, so she's she's been one of the four women that we've highlighted um, mm-hmm. since we've been doing this. So definitely big shout out to her. Um, Issa Rae is an executive producer. Another another one of our uh, lovely ladies. Yes, sir. Uh, it's pretty cool just because uh, you know they talked about her doing more as far as bringing more shows to HBO and with this one being here and uh, it's actually premiering in August so I'm excited man you know me man I I try to get as much um, you know of our content in as possible so um, as you do as well so uh, this will be the first sketch comedy series to be written directed and uh, to be starred by black women so man exciting to see um, you know, HBO recently had two dope queens on there. Yeah, uh, you know, they just you know the, again HBO Showtime. It looks like they kind of too strong with the joint with Zendaya. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um. Yeah, Euphoria. Yep, executive produced by uh by Aubrey Graham. Yeah. Yeah, HBO Showtime Netflix definitely. Uh, figuring some things out that a lot of the, the other networks and they, 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 they did uh one we're gonna I, I don't, we got to talk about it a little more in depth uh with um the movie that netflix did with uh anthony anderson oh uh, yeah beats yeah, beats. yeah we uh, that a couple weeks ago yeah yeah uh yeah. Got a chance to check that out it was uh pretty good I heard it was good yeah yeah we got we um I'm, i need to wait for you to see it so we can really talk about it yeah, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, we'll talk about next episode. We'll check it out. Heard it was good. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Again, these are things that we just needed for everybody to be aware of. Give you our opinions on it, and you know anything that we've talked about. Please feel free to educate yourself on and, and check out. Um, obviously, we will uh, put this episode out here for you to listen to. Uh, we would love for you to comment, share. Um, you know rate all those dope things but definitely keep listening uh reach out to us let us know how you feel uh filmatic that's all i got so uh yeah take us out with the fader okay gang um you know uh this is the home of mcs uh but this we are also uh two uh fathers so i 100 percent could not do this episode without giving a shout out to uh um my my lovely lovely uh younger sister and uh one of the best people in the world her husband who uh on july 6th of our lord's year 2019 brought into the world philip 
John. Yes, there is a new uh, life in the family. That means right now, right now today, I am officially Uncle fucking Phil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. Congrats, man. Congrats, man. Uh, healthy baby boy. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> fingers, ten toes, two eyes, one nose, man. And um, like that, man. Uh, marathon continues. Yes, sir. How we do? We work for the money. We live for the love, and we die for what we believe in. This is tissue and the tape. And if you don't do nothing in your life, respect he holds. That's it. They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. Yeah. Say it. Say it. Say it. Uh huh. I'm the illest. Yeah. Yo. I gotta be an ill nigga. With no denying how the fuck I get this crowd moving without even trying. Made it out to projects against all odds. Went from riding these trains to copping expensive cars. And even so, all this shit don't make me better than y'all. It only means that I'm a hard more than the average nigga. Never sat around for handouts. I watched and observed. They quickly rub my eyes if my vision got blurred. I could've sold drugs till I got bagged in jail. Out of sight, out of mind. Niggas locked, feel me like braille. While everybody was chillin', I was broke like a motherfucker, loyal to my vision Knowing that I'd be on top of somewhere close to it Nigga, my living quarters would be the thing to prove it And vow once I got there to never ever lose it Let my head get big and slack off on my music I'm the illest The show won't stop Believe me, there's more ways than a few to make it pop You gotta have it, then you bring it out once it's needed Be strategic, living shit and breathing I won't stop till I'm famous, hosting shows with Regis It's my world, my game won't be defeated Come on, give it to me, give it to me Keep them checks coming, thoughts flowing, worth growing, hoes going Have it go, it's holding First one to fuck and back at the poor truck Lord knows how many babies that chick cooked up If you ask my enemies, they would say it was all up That's why you see mixed emotion when my name's brought up Cause I'm the illest You know what I'm all, been through it all, yo I'm the illest I'm let y'all niggas know right now No doubt, cause I'm the illest You know what I'm all, been through it all, yo Cause I'm the illest. I'm the illest. Let y'all niggas know right now. Hold them up for real.
Yo, you know you ill when you could kill two birds yeah. With one stone alone to slowly emerge From the deep depths of jealousy and envy's domain Make chips then stash for the days it rain Never cried and survived the pain right. Though shit looked impossible to an eye untrained Nothing to lose and all the game Be proud of yourself, remind yourself Say it to yourself, say it, I'm the illest I think it's no right man. No doubt, it's on the illest. You know what I'm saying? All been through it all, yo. Cause I'm the illest. I think it's no right man. Hold them up for real, for real.